There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, just like that, New South Wales were found hiding under the doona at the conclusion of game one of the series, Boxhead. They were. Ah, it just, it fucking shits me to say this every single time that they just, it's uh, uh, the only team that could do that or the only people that make that shit happen is always Queensland. It's never New South Wales, which is why that one moment, that one glorious night at Acor where Mitchell Pearce threw the long pass and Ferguson got there and we had that moment. I was like, for the last decade or so, we've just had none of that shit. Just once we got to do it to them. Mm. And then last night, again, as soon as it just happens, you, you, the, the, the fact now that I'm not bothered by it makes it sad. That's what really makes it sad because you almost just expect it. Yeah, I, nothing surprised me mm. at all. It actually probably surprised me how bad we were. Oh, I don't think we'd be that bad. Nah, definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not. But. Particularly with the ball, when you've got Johns and Fittler in camp, two of our, well, probably our best two halves ever to pull on a blue jersey. Yeah. And we dish that up. That was, yeah. And, <clears throat> you know, the reason why, you know, they keep pushing the penalty plays is because of the combination. So Coruscant, Cleary, Luai, They don't even play to what Penrith did. Oh, I don't think they do. Last year, they they wouldn't commit to it fully last year. And then looking at last night, I'm like, that doesn't look anything like how Penrith play. Mm. I still don't think they've, for whoever they've put in. Because there's a lot more to it than just to say, go out and play how Penrith play. players and do that. And the players around it. It's not how it works. And it takes coaching. It's not how it works. So... All right, let's review this one. Thanks to bluebet.com.au. If you're going to have a bet with anyone, make sure you do it with the True Blue Bookie. Download the app today or visit the website. Uh, unfortunately, I had Latrell that got voided and I didn't get another one on, so I'll use the charity bet for this week in the NRL. So charity account still stands at $684.57. But where do you want to start with this, Boxhead? Well, let's start with the obvious stuff. Well, I pretty much had a summary in my head today when anyone asked me and I kept <clears> saying the same things. The fact that we conceded twice in the first 10 minutes the way we did when we were full of energy and I know they're off the back of penalties, but if you're going to test things out or do anything generally it's early, you can't concede how softly we did, particularly the second try. The first one, fair play, perfect kick, hammer, slides inside, gets us, but the second one off the Hudson Young strip penalty. Well, no, I, I have an issue with the first one. I have an issue with the fact that Tedesco got no fullbacks in the line on the short side mm. when our numbers were sorted. So, yeah, you got caught out of position. Out of position. I, I, have an, I have an issue with that. Yeah, well, like I said, t- mm. too early in the game, though, when you're fresh, is poor. The other thing that kills me, again, late, as soon as that man goes to the bin, everyone probably thought, oh, yeah, we've got it here, and we concede twice. Mm. Like, getting jumped over by a front rower is one thing that baffles people, but letting someone like Cameron Munster drift across three players and create a number when they're down a man is pretty incredible. Um, and the other thing was the one thing I hoped after all these series, now I think this is Freddie's six series, and whatever coaching staff he had would have been sorted, is the interchanges. And didn't agree with the interchange plan again. There wasn't, there wasn't an interchange plan. 
that's, that's what the point. Really stood out to me. So we didn't. We left. We only used six. We used seven. One of them was free, but left two in the bank. Um. And yeah, yeah. I, like you want to talk. So yeah, chronologically, I guess we could go through it chronologically. But if we're going to talk about the last try. Oh, not the last try, the second last try where Munster skips across field. Like, <clears throat> you've got a guy that's out of position in Nico Hines. He's not used to defending the centres. He sort of shot up ahead of the line, and then Josh Adokar stepped back behind the line, which just created a complete disconnection from three-man to two-man to the winger. They're all doing different things. So Hines got ahead of, um, ahead of his inside defender. He obviously got up ahead of his outside defender, and then Adokar stepped back. So it just made it very easy for as soon as Hines got to, oh, sorry, as soon as Munster got outside Hines, it, it just meant it was a simple two on one on the outside for yeah. the hammer. And hammer's the last person you want to give space to. I don't it? understand why we're so passive. Like Nico did the wrong thing by jumping out of. Yeah, but the others should have been going forward. The others should have been going with him. Yeah, there was no no doubt about that. It was play four off a sideline. Like, so there's context around it as well. It's it's pretty obvious that that whole outside edge, apart from Hines, went, oh, fuck, they're not going to shift here. It's play four. They're probably yeah. going to find the middle of the field and kick. But, pretty much but they didn't. Sums up that attitude, though, how passive we were. Like, close the game out with 12. Just like, ah, oh, that, that's not going to happen. Next minute, straight around the outside, down the side. Yeah. Um, so if you want to go across... But it's also, like, it's the impact of the HIA, right? Like, where... And, and the fact that it happened so late... Fatigue in the game, but he, it was quite clear that, like Freddie can say what he wants, like he's there to cover outside backs. But this is the reason why I push Burton. I, you know, you either pick Hines a six or you pick Burton because Burton, I think, is more competent in those outside back positions of what Hines is. That that's my opinion. I don't. And it's not an "I told back. you so" moment because it would have worked out perfectly if Burton was there. But you know. In in the case that if we pick Burton and you know a fullback goes down or a halfback goes down, then yeah, Hines is probably Hines. more yeah exactly more suited. The circumstances around last night probably suited Burton more than it did Hines. But I again, it was just just really really frustrating to watch. Um, but yeah, just the impact like that's the reason why you have someone there, someone competent, and that's actually where we're exposed. So the whole reason you put that player in the team is so that if something happens to one of those players, you've got someone that can go in and handle it correctly. And mm. that player went onto the field and didn't handle it correctly. Hmm. Frustrating. Yeah. And again, talk about interchange plan, what have some faith. Well, I've got them here. I've got everything that happened. I've got what our middle looked like after each interchange. I've um, had a yeah a bit of discussion with some people on Twitter today just around... I posted it up and... Um, <clears throat> They were talking, yeah. A lot of it, a lot of the chat was around the coaching structure, and you know, I, I saw Phil Rothfield's article last night where he was talking about the fact that Cameron Smith went into the change rooms after the game. Oh, sorry, at halftime yeah, to he, talk. It's he like, got his part well, out of the way, and then he went back. He's an assistant coach. Yeah. If I'm a head coach, I want my assistant coaches in there at halftime. That's why he spoke first. The only time you get um, to adjust in a game is half time. But I had someone ask me at work today. They go, why did he go down? I'm like, well, he's an assistant. And he's. they go, he spoke before Billy. I'm like, yeah, but he's going to go back on TV. So. Well, even that doesn't matter. Yeah, it's more you know I mean? like about the fact that, like, Andrew Johns is on the staff. Who knows what his role is? But he's not down there at halftime. No. I, I just, if, you, if, you, if you're going to coach, if you're going to spend the 10 days in camp to coach and have plans 
And you should be in there at halftime to touch base in, in regards to what's working, what's not, what's the adjustment. It, it, it's baffling. It is baffling that there's not someone above that program at New South Wales going, what's the interchange plan? Can I see it? Well, you know, when we when we construct a team, yeah. I, I look at the I looked at the bench last night. I was like, I I, I don't know what the, I don't I, I can't see the plan here. No, no, there wasn't a plan. And again, like we're moving edge back rowers in, we're in. moving edge edge back rowers out. Like well, we you spoke- start you didn't start with junior Paulo. Like, for me, your, your best team is Paulo. Your best middle is Paulo Haas, yeah, um, ha- and Haas, right? I would, I would argue at origin level, and I'll, and I'll make the argument now, that I think Isaiah Yeo's got to be a middle 40 player now. I'd start Cameron Murray at 13. I'd, I'd play Cameron Murray, fast feet, good defender, a bit more of the bash and barge, a bit more footwork early in the game and later in the game. And I want Isaiah's linking and ball playing and not so much the carry during that middle period of the game where there's a little bit more fatigue, which was a period of the game yesterday where... We actually went. We went okay. Mm. When a little bit of fatigue got into Queensland, I, I think we like going back to your original point. Like we missed the jump in that original 10, 10 yeah. minutes where it's ten nil. I had no problem with a feeling out penalty or an issue early because generally that's what you do. But, you but I think we've got our did. two best middles on the bench, apart from Haas. Like I want Paulo on the field. I want Murray on the field, yeah. doing what they do best: being middles, damaging, fast footwork, quick play of the balls, and whacking blokes like. It wasn't until really that Liam Martin got on the field that I feel like we were we were starting to put a bit of sting in our defence, and that's that's not a criticism of, of his AEO, but what you do at club football and then what you do at Origin aren't the same. It's not the same thing, and too often I think we just go, oh, we'll pick the club combination, we'll play like a club team. Well, that that's how we play. We play like a club team, mm. and it's a different game. It's a specialist game. It's an elite game. It's at a different intensity. But even again, I've been found wanting. I still don't think they've committed to or like you said, got that right because it's not that easy just to take that in there and tell everyone else to get on board with it because they're not penalties. Just outsmart ourselves. But the other thing is that with the interchanges, like how your decision that Paulo, who's been playing 70 a week at Parramatta, is only on the field for 30 and Pungai Jr. got equal minutes and two stints. Like I would have been happy to have two stints if I was short. I thought his first stint was too long. Lucky we had most of the possession and he wasn't out there. His second stint for more pen- penalty error, missed tackle. Yeah, which started the rot the other way. But then also... And while he was on the field, it was 16-0 Queensland. Yeah. Pangor Jr. Like, I said it in the preview, so I don't I don't want to bash him up. No, nah, I can't I put just, that all on him, but he certainly Well, I can, you can put a lot of it on him. I, I just wouldn't have picked him. To start. I don't think he earned his spot. You earned that jersey. He didn't earn his jersey. No, nah, I don't agree. With form, I, I feel like... Freddie was influenced by other people. Yeah, well, you know who would have influenced him. No, well, one of the phone calls definitely would have come from, or two of the phone calls definitely would have come from, but just feel, again, you had... The other thing as well is we talked about stealing an interchange with your edges if they're going to do that. They didn't even do that. They just pulled Hudson straight up after 30. And I'm hearing today, like, oh, errors, penalties, like... He gave one penalty away, which was going to be a clean strip until the man hit the legs. So that one is a 50-50. Which one? The strip. The, light, the man coming at the legs late, that was going to be a one-on-one. So it's a timing thing. Do I agree with trying to strip it, play three or four like you spoke about? No. But that's, you know, just a bad timing. The Hudson Young one. Yeah. It's just but a dumb if, play. If you got it's, it's, a, it's a weak play because if you got you're, hooked, looking, you're looking for a cheap turnover on play four. But if you got hooked on account of what he did in the first oh, 30 minutes, you shouldn't have picked him. No way. I, I don't think he deserved to be hooked. Well, that's he was hooked, though. Was he hooked? 
or did he that his plan? Because if Again, that was his plan, that's also stupid. You're assuming there was a plan. Because I think it was just a gut feel. Like, well, it was dumb. Don't pick him. Hmm. You either committed to him or you didn't commit to him. And like I said, if we're going to steal... I just don't understand why we can't just pick two back rowers well, and exactly. take minutes. But like I said, if you're going to steal minutes with one back row because you had someone on your bench, what they did with Martin... Yeah, and pick it's three to roll, it's to and roll, pick your utility or your hooker if it's, that's what yeah, you want to do. It's to roll Frizzell into the middle because you can play that role like he's done for Australia before or roll Hudson in if you want to get some footwork and some impact in the middle and play someone in. We did it the opposite way. We gassed Martin out mainly in the middle, then put him out to an edge and then did the same with Murray, then put him out to an edge. So you've lost all your punch and then you've rolled them out when they're under fatigue and you've given Paulo nowhere near enough minutes. And then Nico, I was happy that Nico was only used under those circumstances. I think they were going to go the whole way with RP in the end. But the whole plan and how... I, it I lands, don't mind that. I, I didn't mind the fact that they yeah, just left RP. Because it's plain and simple. Haas should have played 60. He played 50. They were, they were close at least on that. Yeah, one. I don't, I don't know about minutes. I don't think it's a minutes thing. It's a rotation thing. It's yeah. about grouping your players and but understanding you, that you need to have your best group on the field. But you've also got an idea of how much possible. time you can give those guys. Like, do they at origin level? I don't think you do. I, it's a gut feel thing and you've got to have some sort of a plan. But I, I firmly believe it's a gut well, feel. Whatever part of a plan again or what plan did Pass to me is. needs to play 60. Exactly. That's what yeah. you said. But Paulo needs Same to play more than 30. Yeah. He plays 70 minutes at club. But I don't play. think you can be fixed in your head about what no. that timing is. But, but you, certainly they should be the two... Players in the middle of the field who have the most minutes. Limiting him to that and going with Martin and Murray and all those guys for 60, 70 minutes, <laughs> etc., and not utilising those two is a mistake. Mm. And then again, using the back rowers the opposite way, just straight up swaps rather than rolling them in and wasting two changes and still having two changes left. There was room, like we said, to just go absolute kamikaze <clears> on the <throat> middle and roll and roll and roll and give guys quick stints but roll longer periods for Paulo and you know roll longer stints for... Haas there if you wanted to and sort of machine gun the other guys through and it didn't happen. Yeah. So right. whether there was a plan or there wasn't a plan, I thought it was used poorly. Um, the other thing, I guess, in terms of the kicking game we spoke about, it ended up being slippery and wet rather than fast and dry. thought we kicked pretty poor. A lot of kicks were short or weren't on the line or weren't getting to that back row half spot when they did the crossfield kicks. Long clearing kicks, I thought... Sadly, that Luai probably had one or two of the better longer kicks that actually gave us time to get down there and try and hit a fullback or a winger. We definitely didn't bash and bomb Walsh like we talked about. Yeah, but who that, talked about that? Minicello that plan, talked about that. That plan went out. But was it a plan or is it just media talk? Is mm. it, yeah, I, I'd like to hear someone from the New South Wales staff actually articulate what the plan was and where it went wrong and how they're going to change it. Well, the other question is inside 20. Like Yardage, we did a reasonable job getting out. I didn't think Addo Carl was all that effective. Tyler was probably the most effective from the back. Like, Teddy's always busy, but it wasn't one of his best nights, that's for sure, in terms of touches and involvement. Some of his catch passing, good ball, but good ball was the biggest problem. We spotted it a million times that RP had to burn plays or waste plays because they weren't ready or nothing was organised. Yeah, times. I don't know about that. I think I think a lot of the time, or at least half the time, RP was hitting leads that he didn't need to hit. The other side of that is, yeah, that just there were times there where we just took three to the post. Well, the hit shape- a lead, hit a lead, hit a drop. And then you go to an out, you go to a half and wonder why they can't break anything down because you've just let their defensive line get set for three plays, particularly their edges. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. The attack was ordinary, mind-boggling. How bad it was. We had enough enough field position and, and possession to win by forty. Well, realistically, a team that loses, you know, 
wingers along the game. A back row after 20 minutes has periods there when they've got Hunt in the centres. Cotter, back row, ended up pushing out to the centres as well. Fafita got concussed. Like, through all the adversity and things that had to deal with and the changes that had to make, there's got to be some sort of advantage that you take. And then again, really summed it up when we cop two with 12 on the field. And the, and the issue there is a lot of people go, oh, you know, what does it matter if they're taking three in or wasting plays? You want to put their edges under pressure. Mm. You're getting one shot and, too, basically, if you burn through. You know, all I heard was Greg Alexander and Freddie and all these guys talking about, oh, you know, the jamming defense, oh, the jamming defense, oh, the well, jamming defense. Well, you know what? If you actually sequence, and, and all I heard them talking about was momentum. We had momentum. We didn't have momentum. No. We not, had field position leads. and possession. We did not have momentum. Mm. We never had momentum offensively, particularly down in good ball, because we stunted our own momentum by taking too many plays in and then having a shot and then wondering why we get jammed and, and laid down on and slowed down on that play. Mm. Because you know the, the, the key to breaking down a jamming defense is to get them on the second play, get them on the third play, get them on the fourth play. You can only You can't jam on every single play. No. So if you sequence and you you construct your attacking set in a manner which forces the defense to come up and back and up and back and up and back, eventually you are going to find a disconnection. And we never did that. We never we never sequenced from one play to another. We never ever hit into a point of the field to test another point of the field. Well, the other thing is, well, probably secondary shape. There's a lot of times it was just one trick done and there was... Either a play yeah, missing that's, that's or a number. Every play. There yeah. should be there should be what what's the play that we're trying to run? Yeah, what's Okay, off? and then what is out the back of that? What is what is the second option of we, that? We didn't even have the right catch pass uh, catch pass options half the time on just general shift. You're like, what what's going on here? It was it's it was mind boggling to watch. For a team again that they wanted to pick the crux of a club side or focus on that, I don't think they played to that strength at all. And then as a whole, um yeah, it was pretty average. But even yo, like they were just sitting on Yo's sweep runner, mm. like because it's obvious he just goes he goes to the line in that arrow shape with an inside outside. A lot of the time he was running or hitting the short man. He got some shit ball too. Though. There was a few times crap ball, yeah, no doubt. But what I'm saying is that a lot of the time they're going to Yo, and then he's going out the back, and the edge was just landing on that pass every time, and killing our momentum, so he couldn't sequence. So once that started happening, it was almost like okay, so how 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 are we going to give him a different look? So, you know, running a little drop play off Yo and then having Yo wrap around or having a half wrap around and then get that jamming edge because it's quite clear if even if Yo pumped to pass the sweep runner out the back, the edge had come, mm. hit the short man, and then go and wrap around there and play on the go next play. We just never did any of that. It, it didn't make any sense at all. Yeah, frustrating, man. Disappointing. Even, even to the point where if a half goes to the line in that shape, so take Yo out of that. Pull, pull Yo and have him as your inside man and have the half at the front of that shape with an inside and an outside. And then instead of going to Teddy, go across Teddy to the center mm. and see whether they've got a connection with their jamming edge. We, did, we didn't do any of it. No. None of it. It's just, oh, well, they jammed us. Well, so, fucking thanks for yeah, that. Again, what's, this, what's the plan? What's plan level, B? What's, what's plan C? Solution, what's plan D? Change your shape, me. change your depth, and it's drop like, someone back oh, in. Oh, we're going to have to look at the tape and see what happened. I'll fucking tell you what happened. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Pretty obvious. Well, this You've is... got players that have played three or four Origin series in a row, particularly our spine. Yeah. You've, our spine's played in numerous final series, numerous grand finals. Yeah, they should be finals. able to fucking solve the problem. Anyway. 
That's my rant, mate. Yeah, it was disappointing. Um, like Queensland had less possession, more injuries, yeah. more logistical more changes, more reshuffles, a sin bin, more players out of position, it, and nothing shocked me. And the other thing as well, and again, full fucking credit, Dale. Billy Slater, because I know a lot of people go, oh, I disagree with the selections. We agree with all the selections. Yep. The only one that we were 50-50 on was, will Tulagi prove to do a better job than, say, Gagai if he got pushed to the wing? And he ends up saving two tries, coming up with the strip play, and was fucking fantastic. So that's about the only one I was 50-50 on. Not because I don't believe in Tulagi's ability. I was all over him last year. You know the other one? But he was great. Um, <clears throat> Hammer didn't was miss the a first try that New South Wales created where we were at, the middle of the field, so mm. we'd taken our three in. I think even there was a stoppage for maybe for Feeder to go off. It was for Feeder to go off. Was it? Uh, yeah, I, or someone went off for a HIA. The, the, the play was stopped a couple of plays before, and we took another hit up in and then went to our left from Black, our yeah, heart, we, or from. We scored two plays later. Yeah, scored two. That's what I'm saying. So. Took one in the middle and then we scored and the halves were actually at the black dot, stacked up together. And I, all I heard Michael Lennon saying last night was, you know, DC just loves to jam. DC loves to jam. DC loves to jam. It's like, go and watch the replay of that. DC came up square. He never closed space on his inside shoulder. Nah, and Holmes. It was fucking Holmes missed a tackle on his inside, yeah, inside shoulder. Inside shoulder and he drifts out the easiest, that. The, And you know what? For the rest of the night, they did that perfectly. Hmm. Holmes defended perfectly on that edge. Yeah. That was the on probably the one occasion where they didn't jam, and all he's criticising the shit out of DCE for being too tight to his back rower. It's like, please. Yeah. And that's a thing, tackle that they the Queensland should have made and solved that every day of the week. They brought up Holmes' misses. Holmes' misses were under pressure on the back foot with Crichton coming at him, where he did exactly what you'd want as a coach anyway. He got enough contact or enough of him to slow him down and allow inside help most of the time mm. when you don't have grass behind you. So he at least did enough to solve those issues. They weren't blatant misses like they were all carrying on about still from the week before against Tower, where he got a bath. Like yeah. he come up off his goal line, got his body in front, made some sort of contact, whether he ended up on the ground or fell off to the point where he's inside and cover, which is what you want inside ten because you can't back off and you're not going to win every contact. No, and you want if you're going to miss tackles, miss them up high. Exactly, so can and help you. miss five or six meters away and give time. For That's help. more what I mean. Miss up just, high, just get into it. Get up. The, the chat is always most teams want to get to the ten if yeah. they can. Because because Crichton did actually a pretty <clears> decent <throat> job, I thought, attack wise, one on one. He almost got there a few times. And yeah, but we again, when you pick Crichton, where does Crichton want the ball? Mm. Where is he most dangerous? How do we construct offensive plays to give him opportunities in those situations? Mm. Didn't do it. And I heard a lot same of Same as Trebojevic. How many times did we give... There was one time there in the first half where we went two pass to Trebojevic in a bit of space and he bounced back off his right foot and almost came back through him. Mm. But other than that, he was almost used as a crash ball. Yeah. And I think... Just catching the ball at the line. He, and, everyone said Hammer did a good job. He did do a good job. But I don't, again, he wasn't utilised to a point where I think Hammer was put under a whole lot of stress. Mm. Have to defend him in space or have to think a little bit. Most of the time it was a stacked sort of side with inside cover again where everyone's across yeah. and there's not much option of where to go. But they ticked all the boxes in terms of any questions you had from them. The other one probably, just some of the bench guys, like thought there were some middles they could have picked, but Collins comes up with a big play. Cotter, anyone question, he's like he's just like another one of the Dallas Johnson type guys for them that's going to get picked for the next fucking seven or eight years and just do a job. That's what he is. That's he's he's literally... The modern Dallas Johnson. Those guys, it doesn't matter how they're playing, they put a fucking Maroon jersey on, they become Superman. Yeah. They just <laughs> do everything. And it, it was... It was like the game last year all over again. He starts in the front row. They get a couple of injuries. They shuffle him out. He plays 80. He makes 50 tackles. He knocks a ball down. He dives on a loose ball at a critical time off Pungai Jr. He's just everywhere. 
Yeah. I don't know if I agreed with him being man of the match, but in the circumstances and what I didn't think. I would have had Hammer time, but. Yeah, yeah it I, wasn't I can, a pretty game. I, I thought he certainly was right up there if you yeah. tick some of the boxes of uh, what they did. But also, I, like, the refereeing. I thought the referee was shit pretty, of penalties. pretty poor. Yeah, he blew the pee out of the whistle. I thought the game in general wasn't great, to be honest. And that's not because New South Wales lost. Just it. as an origin I just game. thought it wasn't a yeah, good origin. Same. I think I said that to you about 60 minutes People in. People talked about the field. Like, that sort of played a factor, I guess. It was a bit I crazy. Think the atmosphere had a lot to do with it. Yeah, it felt like a you ghost. You want to talk about taking the game to Adelaide? Like, fuck it, please. Like, as a New South Wales and a Queensland, uh, Queensland, are you just, we both, both states must have shake well, their head and go, I heard the how argument. the hell do we take a game there? Heard the when argument. we could have two, like the, and for some people, the only game they'll go to all year in New South Wales is Origin, and yeah. the only game in Queensland that some people will go to is Origin. is Origin. And I and you take that away. I'm that, still sort of filthy with that fucking. I don't you know think, what you want? You want to take a circus to Adelaide? Take one of our one Magic Round. Have that secondary Magic Round. Have one in Brizzy because the one in Brizzy works. Have a second one. Just move that and one move every it around. W A S A Melbourne. Your neutral venue and use that as your way to yeah spruik everything. And then at least you'll get three days and, you yeah. know, it's accessible to people not only on a midweek, yeah. but it's accessible to people on a weekend. Set up in the, the mall. The issue there will be getting the venue with AFL. Yeah. That'll be the issue. Because so you've got two teams you're just going to play on a weekend with the government where they tip the money in and there's not Correct. a game on. Yep. You go to Rundle Mall, you go around the precinct, you set things up, you do like the NFL combine sort of shit where they have those virtual things and running things and kicking and passing and you just yeah. plant yourself there for three or four days and go, hey, we're the NRL. Rather than doing what they did, which is say, come to a real game of footy, piss off half the locals, not sell it out. But at the end of the day, like... No atmosphere. They're, they're, they've gone <laughs> for money and they got their money because I heard people go, oh, the sellout, the sellout. I'm like, you think they give a shit about the sellout? They get guaranteed money from the government. That's right. But that shouldn't be the sole purpose. Money's good. The sellout was more for the NRL to justify going there. Exactly. <clears throat> so they got a 48 out of 51, apparently, which is close. Which is bullshit. But again, it, it was soulless. <clears throat> no way. There was not much atmosphere at all. Mm. So what was there? 14 penalties. That's not taken into account set restarts either. Oh. I, like I didn't think there was, I thought there were a couple of tough calls. Now the, the two that probably got spoken about the most were 14 Frizzell's. penalties and only, there was only two ruck infringements they were both on Queensland. That's bullshit. There was 19 errors. Yeah. Look, there was the Frizzell no try. Everyone's saying, oh, he got that down. He got that. And I, I think he probably did get the did, ball down. I think he did, but you couldn't However, see. However, when Klein sends it up no try, and there's no evidence to, to actually say the ball is on the ground, he yeah. had, they had no other option. Well, see, for the for the Coruscant one, I could have seen a way no, where that no was option. a no try, but I sort of thought, well, this one's all. No, I thought, when you were saying that, I was like, that's ridiculous. That's a try yeah, every day of the week. It was I messy. It went back. Uh, I'll give it to him. Um, I thought the big howler of the night was the challenge Teddy. on... No, the, ch- the challenge on... Yeah, on... Uh, Harry Grant like I don't care whether you're yeah, a Queenslander or a New South Wales Welshman you can fucking freeze it and see his, his hand you can actually see his hand on the ball it's, rid- it. it's ridiculous that was that was a shit call because we, I think we were down 10-6 at that point it was about yeah. two minutes before half time we would have had an attacking set, set on the going goal. in so that was that had an impact. I'm not saying that we would have scored because we yeah. had well, considering all the ball for the 10 minutes before yeah. that and didn't score. Considering all the fucking ball, we were lucky to go in at 10 all. And look, the Flegler one on um, Turbo, people, and hear all these dinosaurs and these same fucking talking heads that say, oh, mate, that's not, in origin, that's not a fucking penalty and the game's gone soft and yada, yada, yada. Well, like, he was cat one and he got KO'd. He so. was KO'd. He's going to be out for 11 days or whatever it is. They got the bite. Like he had him. to leave the field. He was clearly 
dazed, yeah, so concussed, what happened? You, hit the fucking head. you got hit in the head with a direct shoulder to the head. So, it's a sin being every lower day Lower your level. Week. Same as you like, tell the time. I know they lower their level, but lower your level. Mate. Yeah. I, any criticism of that decision, I thought, was And I've said it a hundred times crazy. for a guy that I like to defend because I like the way he defends it. I've said it to you. Jaden Sewer. Jaden Sewer, to me, has got one of the best pops when he dips, but sometimes he has a straight back and he only dips through his legs and he yeah. comes too upright. But when he does that, every so often, he cops himself a two or three weaker in the past because he just clips the jaw or hits there. Yeah, but I'm it's like, also like... You can have that... It's not like Turbo dropped his level. Nah, but that's what I'm saying. If you're going to be that defender and do that, that's fine, but you've got to have that dip in your back if you're yeah. going to launch. If you don't, you've got to straight back and you just dip in your legs and launch. Nine times out of 10, they get in that gray area where they might start chest or hit ball and come up into the head. But it doesn't matter if it comes off ball or where it comes from. If you hit someone in the head now, and especially if it's cat one and they're fucking rattled, yeah. you're going. And we know the rules. So adjust. And same as Flegloff. If there was one guy, similar deal we talked about, that could probably get under the skin a little bit or come up with a mistake, he, he was out there fairly late. So he didn't really get out there when it was all niggly and that early with, say, Hudson Young or when that sort of stuff was going in. But he tried to be aggressive and it got him. And it realistically should have been the nail in the coffin and a point where we really took a stranglehold on the game. But we didn't. Mm. We muffed it. Yeah, we did, mate. And I know Teddy's copping a lot. Um, but I stick by the statement I made before the game. That's not off. Uh, there's, there's no one else I'd give a pass mark to for a series of yeah. what they've done. And I'm all about form and picking people. And Dylan Edwards has been great this year. And there's talk where you could move the trail and get Campbell great. Like, there's options. Don't get me wrong. But there's only one player for New South Wales to me that deserves a series to turn things around. And for what he's done for us. And that's Teddy. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was ordinary last night. He had lots of touches as he does, but... He looked clunky in attack. He got stuck on that right-hand side. There was a time where he should have passed. He didn't pass. He got held up. He got beaten in that jump contest. People were bagging him about the slip over. Like in those conditions when someone cuts like that, like everyone was falling over. I, I, th- I was probably more disappointed with his cover effort on Cobbo, out of all things. Yeah. That one between him and Luai. So, yeah, it wasn't a great game, but he did what he always does. He tried to have a million touches, which I don't know if that sort of fits in with the way we play with the Penrith boys either, but... He, he's the only one I can give a sort of a pass mark to to say he gets a series to fix things from what yeah, he's done. No, and I, that's, we've had some rough times. I don't have a problem. We've that. had some good times. But if there's one person every year you've basically talked about every game, and I feel like we have, and said, oh, he was close to man of the match, or if not our best player, he should have been there. It's him. He's the only person I look at and go, you deserve an opportunity to turn things yeah, around. Yeah, well, there's one or two things happening here, right? Either his form isn't where it needs to be or he's injured. Yeah. So if he's injured, or, he again, needs to take himself out of... Because he's not doing himself no. any favours by playing... Or at club at the moment. At the mo- in both, right? So and if he's injured, he needs to, yeah, take 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 himself out and get it sorted. I know last get year it sorted. that he had no off-season because they sent him over to get that stem cell thing where they pulled the fat out and spit yeah, the blood I, cells. I, I don't and... care about all that. No, I, I'm what saying, I'm saying is if he's not 100%... But if he's not 100% off the World Cup... Let someone else take yeah. that position because we've got just had a competent break. dudes to play there. It would be selfish to think that he's playing injured and not playing up to what his what his best form is because his best form he is the best fullback in New South Wales, but on best at the form, moment 100%. he's not at best form. And he was at that level still at the World Cup, so it's yeah. not like this has you know been a couple of years coming. Mm. He's had a bad year this year, which is more why I'm saying we haven't seen. Well, I think he's had a bad year. He just hasn't been no, where he was. My last point year. is, this well, isn't a couple thought. of year decline where we stuck with it, stuck with it, stuck with it. Like he's had one of the first times where you can sort of question the way he's playing. Yeah. So I, I think for what he's done, though, you've got to give him a little bit of leeway to go, right? Give him a chance to turn around. Yeah. It's not a couple of years. And for what he's given, fucking we're 
if there's one person I think we deserve to give a little bit of credence to, he's probably the only one. Yeah, great. Um, but yeah, if part of it as well is him mixing in with what they're doing, well, maybe he needs to take a little bit of a step back in some of the attacking shapes. So they need to figure some other way to utilise his skill set. Because hmm. we know he's not a great ball-playing fullback. I think he was probably a bit better during that campaign where they won a couple of times for the Roosters and he shifted a little bit to the left and got a bit more of a pass there. He looked a bit frozen up on the right. Um, whether they can interchange inside 20 and get Turbo more involved in that side of things. Latrell was obviously a huge miss as well in some of what they would have wanted to do with their attack. Fuck, a lot of things I brought up in the preview for inside 20 involved Latrell. Ways you could use Latrell, ways they were going to link together. A lot of that went out the window. Um, but there's certainly a fair bit to be looked at for them. Um, I think for Queensland, we probably spent more time going on about all the New South Wales things, but I think that speaks to Queensland and getting it right. They got it right. He got his fullback picked right. The Tuolagi selection was correct. Hammer in the centres was correct. They adjusted under adversity. His late change to get the two front rollers on the field to try and match up or probably be, you know, two guys that'll deal with that period better. Tino, their most experienced middle, better leg speed than Collins and Flagler as well. Cotter, who's just an out-and-out grinder, and we talked about it. They're going to be that team, and they literally did exactly that. They did exactly what we said they'd do. They wait for an error. They wait for a penalty, they flip the field, and then they fuck us. And that's exactly what they did. Mm. They got the rub, no rub in terms of the injuries, territory, possession. But any time they got a sniff for an opportunity or we gave them something, they just take it. And that sums them up. Literally summed up what we talked about with them. Cherry Evans, couple of errors, but overall did his job. The 40-20 was nice. Um, defended well and did his job. Munster, similar to what as he always does, has those sort of moments. The grab a kick couple of general play kicks. The last play, obviously, where he just drifts across a couple and tees up that try. Um, Hammer, like you said, I, I thought, really big impact on the game. Um, Carrigan, you got what you expected. Cotter, got what you expected. Holmes, those, those few misses, like I said, they were positive because it was getting up off the grass and thought otherwise his attacking game and his yardage was good. Yeah. And Walsh did everything you would have wanted to him. He wasn't erratic. The few times you risked it to get the biscuit with the pass, he landed on the money. He hit Cobo on one. He got outside a nice couple of shapes. There was one there where he gouged in and played short that almost led to a try. He didn't overplay his hand. But from that experience, he's going to be a hell of a lot more confident going to Suncourt where he plays his football in game two. That's probably a scary part for me now. That's, well, that's it. Like, he's gone in, had a really good solid game, got involved in some of the scrap, not made an error, not been bothered by it. Um, had a few nice passes, a few good moments, and now he's heading to Suncourt. Mm. I thought that, you know, Harry wasn't as big an impact, and I think that was pretty much just the game. Been a bit greasy, a bit wetter. His factor out of dummy half probably wasn't as high. Um, you know, Hunt always does his job, even getting to defend out in the centres and cover, and he even picked up a bit of an injury back into the first half. I think it was the start of the second with a limp there, but him to cover those sort of positions and do the job he was asked to do, it's hard to look at them and not really praise all of them, even Cobbo. Cobbo has some weeks where he's hit and miss, but we all know his potential, but the finishes he had, his yardage work, how he scored that other one, that like that, they're the sort of moments that we talk about and the Collins thing that really disappoint you. Yeah. What bodies around that to cover Munster to get that pass, whether Teddy loses that contest or not? Like there should have been bodies around that ball. There was Absolutely. no one there. Yeah. He just fucking waltzes in. Luai Teddy efforts and Cobo somehow gets to slide a couple of meters with his legs up. Like that shouldn't happen. Should have been bodies spearing in everywhere that is trying to fucking drive him over the touchline in any fashion or form. Mm. Give away a penalty if you have to. I thought yeah, probably the right. sadder thing is the, I thought the guys that were more intense and more angry for us were the ones you wouldn't expect. I thought Frizzell was probably one of our better guys in terms of intent and what he tried to do yeah. for his opportunity. Martin comes off the bench like, you know, he was told that's the last ever game he's going to get to play for New South Wales. 
He was excellent. Yeah, he was. Yeah, um, he was. Even like you talk about that initial period, just getting simple things right, like just our numbers right. The second try, Queensland try, they just moved the ball from like a scrum tram and they had us outnumbered eight, six. Mm. Man got back late in the defensive line, strip us and score. Like it looked like a training run. Yeah. Um, we weren't aggressive at all. In, no. Didn't identify that we were short and come in and try and shut it down. Just got stripped. They score in the corner. And I thought a couple of like a couple of little notes I had from the attack as well was like when we were coming off a sideline, we didn't we didn't have a plan. How many times we came off a sideline where it went to a half, got went to either Yo or another half, and it was just like okay, what the fuck are we doing? We dink it across field and someone would just get tackled. Mm. It happened a lot. There was a lot of balls that hit the ground when we were passing off a sideline yeah, or, or as well. Or low or in front, like it was just a mixed bag. Yeah, of it was service. really strange to watch and. I think when you, a lot of people probably wouldn't have noticed this. Like it was probably one of the not, not obvious things that I had written down was like Cleary had 14 runs. Yeah. He was second, I think, in runs for New South Wales, not in running meters, but in actual runs. That tells you that like he's, he can't find a pass. Yeah. That's not forced running like, that he's done a lot. Yeah. Of. There would have been a few there. Like early four or five of them. He was like, right, I'm fucking taking you on. I'm running the ball. I'm yeah. going to be physical. He had one or two early. But at least but half pushed. of them are because. Yeah. Broke down. Well, it's breaking down. Take and the ball. I'm, yeah. Tr- can't find a pass. Because the last thing you want when you're attacking in an attacking sequence is for you have to get tackled. Yeah. Especially, like you said, play four and five when you're trying yeah. to organize the end of the set. But just. Yeah. I'm, I'm not too sure. I've got a few messages about him today that I think are a little bit harsh. Just left him dumbing and running a lot. Saying, like, like, is he the new Mitchell Pierce? I'm like, well, in, in terms of, again, origin and club are two different things. That club and what they do there yeah. and that system, like you said, even like a yeah. But I think he's had a few good games for New South Wales. He's had a few so-so games. I don't think he's ever had a terrible game. Like, I wouldn't say last night was a great game by his standards, especially his kicking game. Um, mm. But again, defensively, he ran when he had to. He wasn't great, but I just think it's been said a few times today, but it's probably in the exact best form. Brad Fitlar is closest to the greatest blue, if not the greatest blue. Excellent player. Done so much and does so much still now on the payroll for New South Wales and his community stuff. Hogs for the homeless, the junior development stuff, all the community thing. And there's no doubt he should still be a part of it in some capacity. But at the end of the day, he's not a coach. That's my opinion. Yeah, and I've said I, it a hundred times now. I, I get the whole... I don't know about coaching because I don't, we can't like, I don't have, see him coaching. We can't have club coaches. We need someone who's full-time. I, I, yeah, In okay. terms of coaching on the field, but I think when you say that, you're not saying he's a bad coach. You're saying... No, but he's not... A, he's not managing or whoever's no. responsible for managing interchanges, selection, plans, reasons why we pick people. I've never agreed Just with the, the whole... Just the total organisation of yeah, that you, side of things. You that, can't be a club That doesn't coach. mean he's a bad coach. No. Because he's... Mate, you know, I've seen John Andrew John's coach. He's brilliant but, when he's but out if, on the field coaching. If not, like you but said, there's that, a lot more to it than need, that. There so, needs to be more structure around him. No, what planning. I what I what I personally think is there should be an NRL head coach with him. I don't, they've got Paul McGregor there, who's had experience as a head he's coach. three years out of head coaching. But whether they're actually asking him and giving him that role responsibility, I'm not too sure. I just feel like. I've never agreed with the whole. They you, treat you, they treat Origin like it's completely different to club footy. Yeah, but even the staff in general, like it's oh, it just sometimes in, just feels, in regards to coaching. I'm saying, yeah, that's like, what I mean. It feels like an old boys beat up, and I love all the guys they've got there yeah. sometimes. But I'm like, well, 
when you see even Queensland, then we're talking about it. they got the HIA card, the eighth card instead of the HIA card when they didn't because they don't know even the rules what's going on there. I'm like, learning from Smith, learning from learning from all these guys would be absolutely awesome. And they'd all be experts in their own way. I like have JT there talking about half play. But in terms of the general structure and the running of things or planning your week or your schedule, Fitzgibbon was probably very helpful. I know for a fact, talking to one or two people a couple of years ago, was very helpful for that setup. And then on the flip side now, they've got Hannah. And in the past, Mel Meninga, no rocket scientist, knows exactly why he had Michael Hagen there for so long and Neil Henry and guys had done that job. Mm. To bring that sort of stability or advice about, like you said, interchange plan, structure of the week, what we need to be doing, how we need to be playing a bit more to the attack. Like he, I think the other thing is leaving a bit more to the players. I, I seem to look at it right now and I'm like, I don't think that is all player driven the way they played. Look at that and go, these guys are better than that. So if they're being nice or... Yeah, but I just, also think... Yes, sir, three bags think, full. This is um, what I'm being told by my... Like, have more input, I think. Mm, I, I think there should be less player input. I I firmly believe you pick the team, you have a plan, this is the plan, fucking do it. If it doesn't work, then I'll come off the field and I'll say, boys, I gave you this plan, it was shit, you executed it to the best of your ability, I take responsibility. Well, again, but without being there, oh, yeah, I don't know. That's it looks, the thing, look, right? looks like, like to so me, so I, have, I have an issue with everyone saying he's a shit coach. I'm that's all I've heard. No, I'm not saying you, yeah. but there's been a lot of media today you know, oh, he's a shit coach and he's never done it. It's not, I don't think the coaching on field is the issue. No, it's all the other it's stuff the that comes with It's the logistics and the management and that's management of a team and understanding interchanges yeah. and who starts and who combines well with someone. Even, even, as, even, you know, to the point where you've got Crichton and Toto playing on the left and they play on the right for Penrith. Hmm. But they've both moved left and right the last few years. I don't care I don't about that, but they've played there all, all year. Yeah, I know. But they've also they've been had... the other side of the field as well when they had Burton on the other side, on the left. But Ado Carr's played left all year for Canterbury. Yeah, they went back to what they did in 2021, but then the troll pulled But it's out, not so. 2021. I know, but then you'd have to flip everyone completely. And Turbo's been That's what I right. would have done. As soon as, as soon as the troll was out, I would have just flipped them. Hmm. But Turbo's been on the right the whole time. The other two have played on the left. But Turbo's a fullback. Exactly, but then you had Campbell Graham. And if, you watch, Manly, him, if you watch Manly play... Turbo prefers prefers left. Yeah, but pick Campbell Graham. left. Anyway. Hmm. But, yeah, it's turned into more of a, a New South Wales thing because, like I said before, for anyone from Queensland who's disappointed or you want more, a, bit, a bit more of a breakdown, I don't think there was a whole lot more that needed to be said because they did everything they needed to do. Hmm. Everyone did their job. Um, they were solid in what they did out of yardage. Like I said, they finished when they got their opportunities. They grind, they hang in, they absorbed, they kicked well. Uh, their forward pack did a job. Like I said, it was hard conditions, but Carrigan, in particular, Tino did a good job. Cotter with all that clean-up work. Probably the one um, that I thought was good, just in his work in general and the maturity of what we spoke about in club and that reliability was for feeder. He didn't get a hell of an opportunity with the football, but when he did, he was good. And defensively, I thought he did his job. Yeah. Which was the big question. Could he play 80 in the back row, in that sort of arena, do well, defend well? Um, I, I certainly thought he held his own. Absolutely. And did his job. So that's another confidence building for him. And I, I think scary again, dry deck, fast track, Suncorp, that crowd, we've been there. It's fucking absolutely buck wild. That left-hand edge with a little bit more improvement. We, can, I, we can win. We can, yeah, I, I don't but, think. But, mate... I think the series is over. Like, so I, think, you know, I think that game was something. We can win, but man, like I, I they're barbaric. I had up there. zero zero faith 
and I didn't tip us in this game, I certainly won't be tipping us when we go to Suncorp. No. Can we win? Yeah, of course we can win. But need to have a plan. Need to execute. I'm just not sure how you get beat with that much possession, field position. And talent. I know talent doesn't win you everything, but yeah, we, we should be doing better. I'm not sure things. we are more talented than them. I'll look at their list and go... They've, oh, it's they've, a bloody good list. Don't get me wrong. Better, their team's better than ours. I th- I think. But I think, they again, as much as uh, Maddie said it was a joke with Andrew, just said they don't understand... We don't understand how we want to play. I think, I think he's right. We don't understand how we want to play. Queensland know how they want to play. And I think they stick to it. Not with the... I don't think with the depth and the simplicity that Billy Slater would be conveying his message. Hmm. Uh, Changes-wise, I know a lot of people go, it's hard to do it, but I I wouldn't have had Adar Carr to start with. The fact that he played all the games last year and didn't get picked and then suddenly we bring him in off ankle surgery in one game this year just sort of fucking baffles me. I would have had Campbell Graham even well, on I the wing. he scores two tries last night. If Center wing, I had no problem with that. If, whether they bring him in next game and play him on the wing or shuffle Turbo out yeah. to try and make something happen there. Crichton, definitely, I think he's done his job, but if Latrell's healthy, he's gone. Simple. The trail straight back in. For Crichton? Yeah. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. So, I, I, so who are you playing? You're playing Campbell Graham instead of Adokar? Center wing. And I'd put to either either. I'd have Adokar out. Turbo can either go on the wing. Help out for I the think, backfield. Yeah. I don't really want to talk about changes. I think defensively it would also make us better. I think Campbell Graham... There, there's one change I'd make. And that's... I wouldn't have Pangol Jr. Yeah, well, that one I think that, is... I, and be, I said in the preview... I hated the word gamble. I, like, it's just not the arena where you gamble. So if we do that there, I'm happy for them just to start Paulo straight up. And then if you're going to... That's what I'd be doing. I want to start and I want to finish with Murray, Paulo and Haas. And the other one for and I'll, me... And I'll die, with, I'll die on that sword. I'll die if, on that hill. If he plays well the next couple of weeks and shows that he's healthy again, to me, Kalama Tungi would have been the first back row pick. Yeah, I'll, so I'll, I'd, I'd keep Frizzell, but I'd use him off the bench as a middle. And he also can cover edge. I have no problem. See, with I, don't, I have an issue with that. He doesn't play middle at club. Like he plays on an edge. Pick middles. If you want to, you want to play well, in the middle, pick middles. Well, I'm not picking Dennis horses for horses, and I'm not picking. Oh, I'm with you. I play. I play more locks. And I'm not I'd picking pick more Clamour. locks. No, I, I wouldn't pick any more front rowers. He played that way last night anyway. I'd, I'd play Liam Martin as a middle. I got no Liam Martin was we our st- best best middle still in the need first half the bench, You'd still have Murray and Martin. You have Yo. And you'd have Burton come in if you moved off Luai, but then again, I Campbell Gillard. I Campbell Gillard. Would be I don't think Luai was that bad last night, to be honest. My bench would be Yo, Campbell Gillard. Campbell Gillard's not back until Liam round Martin. 18, 19. He's not available. You sure about that? They said round 18 or 19. I reckon he might be back for it. So, I think the other one that they definitely would have picked is Jake. I don't think he's going to be available, but I wouldn't have picked him. I think he'll be he'll be back as well. Well, you can already see they're going to pick that. But I think I'll Col- tell you the other one the only one other one I've got written down here is the short dropout we well, like on the 70, 70th minute or whatever it was where we just get a repeat set we're up we've got a chance they've got a man in the sim bin and they get the short dropout and after that so from the 73rd minute or whatever whatever that was hang on let me have a look I've got it in my notes here mate so in the 70th minute we didn't get that dropout. After that, we had 10, 10 tackles with the ball till the end of the game. Mm. And they scored 10 points, two tries. So the game was on our on our bat. But 
just a real lack of cutthroat professionalism, I think. Reading Campbell Gillard's out to around 18. Okay, so he's not available. What does it say for so he Jake? Just, when's the third origin? What about uh, Matto? When's Matto back? Round 16. So again, he's going to miss the next game. So by game three, it could be all over. I don't even think... This is the thing that shits me that. We bother going with somebody like that or a Hudson Young. What about you took a Manu? I'd play him. They both probably won't be there the next game. Why didn't... Like you pick him... We've done this the last few years and it fucking kills me. He picks Campbell Gillard. He's dropped in twice. He picks Matto for 15 minutes. He drops him. So you're going to pick... You pick Hudson. again? No. But I'm saying, why do they do this for? You pick Hudson, then you drop like... I wouldn't be dropping Hudson. If you're going to pick someone, fucking stick with them. You've picked them for a reason. Like, you lose their conviction so quickly on someone. Just go, ah, nah, yeah. Do you think Hudson's a better edge or a better lock? Better edge. Better I just would have left him there. So, I, th- yeah, I thought so. the start wasn't that bad. Like, so, the, the penalty, honestly, whether you like the strip or not, back it was rollers, a 50-50. That almost came back, off. Pick back rolls to play 80. I'm exactly with you. Yeah. Like, commit to him. And Same then you've got six you... changes for your, your middles. And then you've got two there for whoever your utility is. But he did it last year. He picked Madison after he was in great form. He's in good form this year. He gets like 10, 15 minutes. You just need one You just him. need one of your middles, like your, uh, I guess Murray would end up being this guy. You just need one of your middles who could go and play back row. If that's what you've got, you're problem solved. Anyway. Yeah, well, those two probably both. Camera guard's not going to be available. And Maddo, I don't think he's going to look at. But again, the pick, drop, sort of thing and wasting time. It was like game three where Jack had been great for us for two games or part of the series gets COVID then he picked Sifa Talakai mm. and then Talakai's out. That's like, well, it's like five, six versions of Jamie Bureau where you get one game in 10, 15 minutes in a jersey and you're never to be seen again. Mm. It just makes no sense. If you've got conviction to pick them in the first place, give them a chance. Like, you've committed to it. Commit to it. Yeah, actually give it a chance to happen like give Hudson a good 80 last night and if he plays like shit you go oh maybe this is not the way to go but who'd you say the other one Jake Jake says round 19 so he's not playing either it was a re-tear of a calf where they said initially a month he come back after two weeks and fucked it yeah so now it's a lot bigger issue so Jake's not going to be available either and in terms of when third origin is when's the next one 22nd that's the first so like round 17, so what is it? Like round 20 or so, around then. But yeah, you talk, the couple of guys that sort of would have been in the mix, barring injury, are going to be healthy around game three, just before game three, with no football under their belt. So you can rule out Campbell, Gillard, Madison, Jake. There you go, yeah. Stefano then, Utukamanu, get him in there. I'll just give Paul a more fucking minutes, not 30. No, I, I, I just said that. But who's your, who are you two it's coming stick. on? Who are you two coming on the field? Well, that's why you leave Hudson and you pick another back row like Kalamatungi or stick with Fridge for the whole game and actually use Martin and Murray as, as middles as well. I, I liked him as middles. I love Martin as a middle. Just bulldogs everybody. Uh, on the Queensland side of things, I guess the big question mark is with Gilbert, if that's long term or not. I don't. I haven't heard much today about him, so I'll just try and find something now. Wherever the bloody the dolphins in this list, but it was a dislocated shoulder, so to be determined. So we don't know about Tom Gilbert. So you know Fafita's going to be there again. Uh, but if Gilbert is missing, they went into the game essentially without a back row option. Um, does he look to Catewell, whose form hasn't been that good, been missing a lot of tackles? Does he get a reprieve if Nanai comes back, plays good football? 
for a couple of weeks? Does he get a look in instead because he's younger? Does he look to a sewer who I think form actually hasn't been too bad considering injury and a suspension? But he's going to need a genuine back row. Yeah. So that's probably where he's at in terms of that. And then Felice, as we know, he's got himself suspended. Felice would have been straight back into the mix there and been a godsend if he didn't cop the suspension he copped. But he's out of the mix. So that, that's probably the one thing they've got to figure out, I guess, between now and the next game. If Gilbert's not going to be available or how bad that is, who's playing back row on your right-hand edge? I think he'll probably lean straight back towards Catewell, but I'd seriously consider Sewer if he was healthy. Yeah, it's Catewell, but Catewell plays left, doesn't he, usually? Yeah, I think for them, though, he's played centre, he's played back row. Probably would have been handy. What about um, Hill and Lukey? Could play Lukey. Lukey, he's been playing right as well. He, um, he was in he was in that sort of form last year. That's why he's a freak, man. I wonder when Nanai Where, where's, where's Nanai? Busted. He was suspended, wasn't he? So he should be back. But that's what I mean. Depending on the next few weeks. The only one who's sort of been playing and been playing well, I think, in a bad team has been Jaden Sewer. Um, would you lean on him again? I I don't know. But I think when we go and do the preview for this round ahead, we'll should see Nanai's name back in, unless he got injured. But I thought it was that suspension for what he did to you Elliot, wasn't it? The hip drop. Mm. Jeremiah Nanai's on the bench this week for the Cowboys. Lukey starting back row. And Sua, I'm going to assume, is back this week. He missed a game, then come back. He's back row. So that's probably sort of the three that he'd be looking at, along with Catewell, who will be playing against the Sharks. Form and he's been a little bit busted, but yeah, that's probably the four guys there. If Gilbert's missing, that he's going to have to consider. Yeah, unless he goes with a cotter or an arrow or something like that again, and just goes fuck it, I'm going to plug the whole defender and I'm going to load up my bench again. Cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Just with tough guys, it sort of cover both those positions, and we're just trying to win the same way. But if you're going for a genuine one, I think yeah, right now I'd probably lean towards sewer. see what happens okay. full credit to him again you concede too early the way we did concede too late with 12 on the field poor any changes and then everything they had to deal with in terms of reshuffling injuries um, and any time there needed to be something happened they come up with it to argue multiple try saves Munster comes up the big moment DC 40-20 defend their goal line less possession less territory just any sort of situation they put on they just prevail and they just do not go away <laughs> and we fucking score like we said off a tap back in the first time we ran on he sort of like that stack shape and other than that we just yeah well like it wasn't even like a stack shape it was just like two halves on the same side of the field from the black dot the other which one that- usually actually cramps your room because you're obviously rolling an extra man around which should theoretically mean they roll an extra defender around in a tighter space I don't remember who it was today, but someone also brought up straight away again, oh, we should have gone with two hookers. I'd go with two hookers again. It's like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I don't mind. I don't, like, with Murray there, I feel like you've got... I don't think we need two hookers. We've we've got cover there. Their situation's different to ours. And Uppy, 
I think Appy can play 80, like, unless he gets hurt. I didn't think he was that bad, to be honest. I thought Appy was great. I thought Appy was the well, one what, person. That was the one thing that Freddie said in the in the press conference. I was like, I, I agree with you. Mm. Where he said, you know, I, Hines might not have got on if nah. if we didn't have that injury because I thought Appy was going good, and I, I agree with that. And the other one, Sandy, with the harsh minutes like we talked about, he, he was bending the line or doing his job. But what I really, what, you know, if I'm having a meeting with those, with our attacking, with our spine, and I'm working out a plan for game two... The first question I ask when we go into good ball is, Appy, why are we why are we hitting so many leads? Yeah, why are we taking so many plays? He might say what I said, that fucking no one was But that ready might be the plan. It might have been, you know, we want to whack two into the middle and compress the line and find space on the outside, which didn't work. What? Not that it didn't work. They might have got the look that they wanted, but they just couldn't execute to find the space. Does he go with Nico again? Or if not... No, Nick- I, and again, I, pre, pre-series, I pick him at six or don't pick him. Because there's better utilities. He doesn't give me... He doesn't excite me as a utility. Whereas Burton... Like, Burton's a bigger body. He's more physical. He's played Origin before. He's got versatility. He's played probably more positions than Hines. Although Hines played that utility position for a while there at Melbourne. But well, he played fullback. Half, now he's an, established, he's an established half now. You know, like, I, I think his role is now a half. But you could probably argue the same thing for Burton. So I'm sort of contradicting myself a little bit there. But, you know, Burton won a comp plan at centre. Yeah. But probably I, it was probably played, played longer stints though. at specific positions. Across those three or four roles, I think Nico ticks the boxes in the halves and fullback more than Burton. Well, you know, if Burton's they, if they pick Cook, I'm okay with that, provided they just don't use him for the sake of using him. Well, that's the question. I'd say to yeah. Cook, mate, we're going to pick you on the bench for injury Minutes, or if we feel as though he needs a spell, right? Yeah. Otherwise, we're going to use those eight interchanges for these three middles. We're going to bash the fuck out of him through the middle of the field and I'm going to die on that hill, like mm. I've just said. I'll use seven interchanges or eight interchanges on three middles and I'm going to keep them fresh and they're going to go ballistic and that's going to be my game plan. That's what I hope we're going to do, but we didn't. Because realistically... One to seven should need to come off the field. Your back rowers should need to come off the field. Hooker at a pinch should need to come off the field. It's the three madmen in the middle. Mm. I want to keep their legs fresh, and I want them destroying Queensland through the middle of the field. The only way you move one of those back rowers, like we said, is if you stole minutes for one of them that could just, have gone in. Even to if get you someone like for people listening, just go go and watch the game again. Put it on mute, and just watch what happens and the momentum we have every time Payne half runs the ball, mm. and think about if. How, how, what sort of a plan you would construct on the back of his play the balls and whether we were actually taking advantage fully of the impact that he has for us. No, definitely not. When he dings their defensive line. I, I think we're only scratching the surface on the impact that he could have. I, I think for Brisbane as well, they're scratching the surface on the impact that he can have on their team and their run at the title this well, year. Well, even look at him. He, he's at club for them. He's added in a pass and offload. Like he's got a bit of variety between what he's doing. And so. Paulo's... Paulo, I think, is just as impactful. Oh, okay. And Cameron Murray, like I, I, I just really think we're sort of just trying to go, well, Cameron Murray, you play as a back rower because we've got Yoey there and, you know, we're going to play Yowie footy, but we're not really playing Yowie footy because, you know, we're making interchanges where, you know, after 30 minutes in a game of State of Origin, we have Payne Haas, Yo, and Liam Martin in the middle. Mm. Martin never plays middle at club, plays on an edge. And Yo is a ball-playing middle. And then, you know, after that interchange, we've got Yo, Murray, and Paulo in the middle. 
just so you got two thirteens. I what I would be doing is not how ha- I'd have Yo and Murray not on the field at the same time. Mm. I want Murray on the on the field because I want Murray to do this job at this point of the point of the game. And like I said before, that would be probably you know minute zero to twenty and minute sixty to eighty. And then I want Yo through that middle middle part of the game where there's a little bit of fatigue, and I want that ball playing. And look, it may get to a point where you go, Yo, he's Yo, he's going great, and I'm going to keep him on a little bit longer. Murray's going great at the start. I'll keep him on a little bit longer. But I think you need to. There's two distinct styles that those two guys play, and I don't think they complement each other at all, or they help the team at all when they're on the field at the same time, in my opinion. And then I just want as much Haas and. Uh, Paulo together as, as yeah, possible. Like I said, that last night, I thought 50 was close to what I wanted, but I'd run him for 60, mm. and there's no way Paulo should only play 50. And then I want my maniac front rowers with Yo, right? Because I, I want to have guys that can knock the fucking front door down. So you took a Manu, for example, where just go, mate, I, I want you to just go absolutely ballistic for 12 minutes before half time and 12 minutes after half time. Because and then I'm going to put Payne Haas back on the field. Yeah. And, and he's going to get me through that 28 minutes or 25 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever it is. I know he's got that gas in his leg. So Stefano, I need 25 minutes out of you mm. into 12 minute stints. Go ballistic when you've got the footy. Run as hard as you fucking can. Ding the line back. Get down and play the ball as quickly, quickly as you can or offload the footy. That's it. That's as simple as your job is. And make your tackles. I think we really overcomplicate it. And I feel as though if we do that, we're going to create more time and space for Cleary and Luai. Through the middle part of the field, you create more fatigue and Yo will be more effective. And you're going to get Tedesco, hopefully, just say to Teddy, in yardage, mate, I want you up the arse of every one of our middle forwards because mm. they're going to run really hard and they're going to try and offload the ball to you. When they offload the ball to you, either find a pass to the half... Or run. run. That's it. Same in good ball. Like I, I don't I don't particularly like it when Teddy's sweeping. I like it when he's yeah. when he's dropping or you know, when we're playing back on the inside to him, or you know, when he's when he's sweeping, but he's sweeping more as an inside runner. Because mm. he, he doesn't really have that great catch pass in him. Like you saw no. that last night with the the one where he, he swung out the back and it was two on two and he sort of just danced and was like, fuck, I, I don't really know what to do here. No, nah, it's a bit His like, instinct is always to run. This is the only sort of thing with everybody going to put Edwards. I love Edwards as well, but Edwards is also not the greatest ball player. He certainly got better at it. Um, mm. But, but it's, in, like, it's a, I think Teddy's style suits origin yeah. more than a club game. Definitely. Running and just getting around the footy. Sick out middles have got to, got to know what their job is. Make it a really simple job. And get get our key positions around it. Like, think about what Coruscant do on the back of some offloads with his run and his ability to find those halves, and then giving the ball to Turbo and Latrell and those guys in space, not just zipping the ball to them and having someone fucking land on them and tackle them. Mm. Well, plain and simple, the pressure's on. If they lose this one, I think we're definitely going to have a new coach, and there'll be some changes moving forward. Mm. So. If I think again, Teddy, like I said, gets- all this bullshit. Like I don't like the talk about the ground. Like so, oh, fucking Sun, we're going to Suncorp. Can't win at Suncorp. Like we've we've been there. We know what it's like. Well, every time we've been there, we've but been just fucking destroyed. So. Narrow the narrow the focus. Like die on your shield. What what are the what are the three things that we want to nail in attack? What are the three things we want to nail defensively? How are we going to do it? You practice the fucking shit out of it for ten days, and then you go and you try and execute it. Like. Surely it's not that complicated. No. Nah. Well, like I said again, 
we were very heavy on New South Wales here because they're the one with everything to work on. I think for Queensland, if you're healthy, you pick the same team again. If you've got someone missing, you're the only one you're really worried about at the moment. You back row and you hope the next few weeks that no one gets hurt. That's the thing. I think that, 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 that's always the way. There's growth. There's always an injury. Yeah, but there's growth there or a suspension. Because like we said, everyone's done their job. Tulagi proved everyone wrong. A couple of good saves, a couple of big The other moments. one, However, doesn't Felice come back and play? No, he got four weeks, didn't he? Did he get four weeks? So you're not going to pick him for game three. I thought they took the, he took the early play, though. I'm pretty sure. Did he I, challenge I it? I think he had loading, didn't he? I thought he'd be back for game two. Funny Caprici. I'm pretty sure he copped four. I'll have to look again. He's got hair like a hippie. And that's why I signed him. Sua, Nanai, Luki, like, depending what sort of direction he wants to go. Nanai hasn't been playing great, but they brought him in last year. Luki's back off an injury. He's defended okay, not the best, but he's certainly good with the ball. Uh, and the other one you've got there is... Obviously, Sua, who's, again, been in and out, but probably been the, very consistent alongside Ben Hunt for that side of things um, with the Dragons, where you don't have a hell of a lot of consistency, that's for sure. But where are they at? Dolphins. Well, they've listed their injuries, not their suspensions. That doesn't help me. Where's the bloody suspensions, people? Judiciary. Oh, seriously. When those ads pop up and push down the page, it makes me so angry. Relax, mate. Dolphins. Four weeks, yeah, you're right. Felice Kafusi. Yeah, because he got done for three or something earlier in the year. Does origin, origin doesn't count, does it? No, nah, I don't think it does. See, I, th- I think it should. Well, I guess the fact that he's going to play, one of them would have counted against the Dolphins on Thursday night, wouldn't it? So it's the same as Origin anyway. Hmm. Mm. And I, yeah. Having originally been offered three weeks with an early plea, he'll miss four because he tried to challenge it. Okay. Yeah, so that's right. what I'm saying. You can count him out. You're not going to bother for game three unless they get to game three and they've got an injury and they've played capable of someone in game two and lost and gone, all right, we want to bring back the hard ass yeah. and someone we can rely on in New South Wales to go out there and do a job. I think, like I said, if Gilbert's gone, they're your, your clear options right now. Lukey, Nanai. Sewer, or you're plugging in, which they've done, a cotter, an arrow, and picking another middle and just looking for someone to do a job there. Mm. If they go that way again, wouldn't surprise me and just try to do what they did. Work off the back of our shit play, errors, mistake, grind, kick, turn us around and just wait for an opportunity because they took everyone they got, unlike us. Or, yeah, pick one of those guys, which, if, like I said, if I'm going to go off one with form and consistency in the way they played this year, I'd probably go with Sewer. But... Sure. Again, a couple of weeks, see what happens. But Hammer more than true, more and well truly proved that he deserved that spot. Was great. Walsh going to take a lot of confidence out of that. Tuolagi, two big saves, strip, excellent. Um, Holmes got in front. The misses again were positive misses, trying to stop tries. Munster magic moments again. Comes up with a try. Comes up with a drift across the field to set up the try. The kick for the try. Cherry Evans, couple of errors, but overall kicking game was good. And the pack as a whole, I thought. Everyone did their job. Cotter, in particular, obviously had to do a lot, but Tino, Carrigan taking them forward, Fida, especially the defensive side of thing. There's not much to talk about because, again, walking out of this one, you're sitting there just going, all we want to do is improve and stay healthy mm. and fill that back row spot. Mm. They didn't do a whole lot wrong. And then now they get the absolute fucking psychopathic cauldron, which we've been to. It's the loudest place on earth. A dead set sounds yeah. like a riot's about to start every time times. Which is awesome. I'll bring it up again. We've gone way over on this, but I love it. But Have if, we? 
How long we spoke for? We're over an hour. Good. Fuck you, New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Good on you, Queensland. But yeah, honestly, if you've never been up there, particularly for a decider, do it. Because as much as we got flogged, it, it's something to behold that 20, been 30 up there minutes. Like five times or four times, or we haven't won any of them. And the best one, like I said last time, we got absolutely pumped. We drank so much. You turn into Humphrey, you wouldn't talk. Yeah. I was just staring in the space, just like, wow, it's all hit me right now. And then we were down by 20 something or 30. And Laurie hadn't even made it back to the box yet before we considered the first try in the second half. And we're like, all right. Time to get out of here. It's 34 nil. We'll beat the traffic. <laughs> Head back to the hotel. <laughs> but it's a hell of an experience. So looking forward to it. Hopefully not sitting in the corner rocking back and forth, pulling my hair like I was after this one as the interchanges and the middles and everything that happened again happened. Put my faith in it. Um, and I, I guess the big one for us, they're already playing silly buggies going, oh, we don't know what's going to happen. I'm like, there's going to be changes. Yeah, They're definitely going to make changes. Everyone's, like I said, hammered the halves. Hammered Teddy, you want wholesale changes for game two going up further aside. I don't think you can expect wholesale changes. Not in that environment. Now's not the time to be throwing in a bunch of debutants. They're going to stick with the crux of what they know. I think, if anything, Latrell is your obvious one. There's potential they find a way to get Campbell Graham in, or if they don't, the other spot is a middle or the back row spot. Because if they're not going to play Hudson or they're going to do that stupid shit again, they might as well not pick him. Mm. So, Yeah. Because the one before that we talked about was coming into it on the form. They're all talking about Ola Kalatu, but off the bench. I'm like, why the fuck do you bring him off the bench? Same deal. He plays back row or he doesn't play. Yeah. Well, he hasn't... Had, could he play middle? Yeah, I'm sure he could, but he hasn't got a proven record. Like doesn't, a, doesn't play there in the weekend. That's my point, but it's not like a Frizzell when he played for Australia. We used him as a bench middle and he'd done a job there before. There's no track record of it or played lock like he did in his career as well. So I think if, yeah, if you're going to see... Changes or anything happen on one side, it'll be on New South Wales. Queensland, if they're healthy, you'll see the same team again. Or as close to possible. So, there you go. That wraps us up for that Origin 1 review. Thanks to bluebet.com.au. If you're going to have a bet with anyone, do it with the true blue bookie. Fingers crossed for a little bit more cash for the charity account this week. For our team. If I can find a winner for the team. But remember, what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Let's preview round 14. Thanks to the Penrith Solar Centre, Jake and the team there at the Penrith Solar Centre. Don't be sidelined by rising power bills. Let the team there help you with their dedicated services and let them tackle your electricity bills and get some money back in your back pocket. 18 out of 20, 29, 30 or visit penrosolo.com.au today. Who's backing up? Who's not backing up? Fuck knows. And the odds for this brought to you by bluebet.com.au. What's the first one we've got here? We've got the controversial game. We've got Croker Gate where people are offended that he's not going to play because the club's told him that he's not going to play. Like, honestly, having a problem with this to me is fucking <laughs> stupid. Get over it. If anything, you should be like, sweet. If you don't want to play one of the guys that's been starting for you in part of your five or six game winning streak, well, that's on you. Just focus on winning. Don't be offended by what the Raiders and Jared Croker are doing. Because mm. if that's what you're worried about, well, then fucking, you start at 0 8, just focus on winning. Well, who's offended? The Tigers? Ah, oh, some people carry it on. I was oh. like, who gives a fuck if Jared Croker plays okay. or not? Just worry about winning. You've been really good for the last six weeks. I wonder where all the outrage was coming from. You've been playing for six weeks really, really well. There's good building blocks there. Don't get caught up in. What Ricky Stewart's telling Jack. Should Jared actually Kroger. be saying thank you. 
if that's what Ricky Stewart wants to do and the Raiders want to do that and he's been in pretty good form, well, then that's a bonus for you that he's not playing. Like, does it make their team stronger or weaker? Weaker. So, say so thank you. Just fucking play. Who'd they pick in his place? Well, they've got a late change here by the looks of it. Who'd they pull here? No, I mean the Raiders. Who do the Raiders put in for Croker? They rolled Hopper into the centres. Yeah, right. And Kotrick back onto the wing. So Kotrick's a very handy replacement. And that was sort of other thing. It was almost like, what, you think they're just going to put some 20s kid in? They've obviously got someone who's a yeah, decent replacement. Right. Yeah. But Smith Shields is now listed as a fullback. Mm. So Chris has obviously been a late withdrawal. I'm happy he's at least getting to play one because I think it's his best spot, not centre. I thought he should have been, if he was going to get a run at one, I thought he would have got it earlier in the year. But they obviously went with Chris. But Chris obviously succumbed to that knee problem, I think it was. Must have been. Yeah. But this one's at Campbelltown, 8 o'clock on Friday night. So like I said here, he's withdrawn from the squad. Smith Shields in. Xavier Savage remains in the reserves. Well, that could be another late reshuffle. So we'll see what happens for now. Jared Croker out. Uh, Hudson Young will back up. No surprise. He only got fucking 30 minutes. So he'll be good to go. Uh, on the Tigers side of things, RP they reckon is going to back up still off the back of 48 hours and having to travel. That's a tough slog. Um, the veteran hooker likely to play reduced minutes for that reason. Dane Laurie, James Atasi, and Matamua dropped out of the squad, and Brent Maiden is in the reserves. They've got Simpkin on the bench, but the interesting one was they've got Talon De Silva, a kid that hasn't even played flag, I think, or New South Wales Cup yet, but has been highly touted and signed from their pathways there. Um, he's in the final 19 right now in Jersey 22. That'd be a huge step up, that's for sure. It's true. So, who do you like? Tigers or Rays at Campbelltown? Mm. And also, probably the one thing, just brought us up before, it's been missed this week because Origin's on. John Bateman against his old club. He walked out of there trying to light fires left, right and centre. John Bateman. If he, he might happen to stink this week. Doesn't mind one. Um, I don't know. I'll go Raiders. You go, the Raiders. I'm going to go to the Tigers. Okay. They've been building nicely. I don't know what I think off the buy, if that's a good thing or a bad thing then with momentum, but there was some good form. Um, bit of confidence coming out of that one. And yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I just got a bit of a feeling. Campbelltown hasn't been a happy hunting ground, but they've made the announcement finally they're going to commit more home games next year to there in Leichhardt rather than playing other venues. So hopefully they, they turn up and have a red-hot crack, but I'll probably be wrong. So we'll see. But with bluebet.com.au at the moment, the Tigers slide outsiders at $2.05, $1.77 favourite. Are the Canberra Raiders? One and a half is the line there. Uh, the early Saturday game is the Warriors up against the Dolphins. This, again, I'm pretty sure is in New Zealand, and that is the case for the Warriors. No one from Origin. They welcome back Wade Egan, Dylan Walker, and Mitchell Barnett. So three huge ins there. Barnett will be getting some final checks after missing almost two months, but he's tipped to make a return. And for the Dolphins, Wayne Bennett, he decided prior to the game not even to name Hammer or Tom Gilbert. They're going to be rested. Gilbert obviously injured. Um, Cody Nickaroom starts at fullback. Jeremy Marshall King apparently has some concerns. So he is 50-50. Max Plath, who they signed during the year, is on standby to come in and help out with the hooking role, if that's the case. So look at their bench at the moment. Wallace, Nichols, Teague. Teague's been used as a nine. And also 
as a third aim, but the, the name that interests me more, despite whatever platform is, is Harrison Graham. I really like the look of Harrison Graham in the trials, and then he hurt his knee. So he's obviously healthy now and back in that 8A, and he looks like a promising hooker. Mm. And I love Marshall King as well, but if they end up having two or three on their books, certainly wouldn't be something you'd be complaining about. It's a position much like halves. It's very limited these days, nine. Uh, that's a tough one, but New Zealand in New Zealand, getting bodies back. I, yeah, I'm going to yeah, New Zealand. Have to go to the Warriors, surely. Not the Warriors, bro. And they let go of one last week, which realistically would have hurt, and one they really, really should have won. But with bluebet.com.au, no surprise, the dollar forty-four favorite are the Warriors, two eighty. The Dolphins minus eight and a half is the line there. Um, and off the back of that one, Titans up against the Bunnies at Seabus. So it's expected for Feeder and Tino again. We'll back up. Uh, Kieran Foran, though, is going to be rested. He has that toe issue. He's out. Jaden Campbell's going to go into halves. Sam Verrill has been named on the bench to make his return after being out since round two. So he might move into the run-on side, but for now, Randall's still there, so I think it's probably not a bad idea. Randall's been doing a solid job. And on the flip side for Souths, Cameron Murray and Jai Arrow have been named to back up as well. So Liam Knight... And Talis Duncan dropped back to the reserves for now. Knight would most likely come in if either is ruled out. Um, and Campbell Graham will play after missing last week. Latrell Mitchell obviously not going to be making that trip. So Taff will play again. And Kalam Matungi will get a second run under his belt. So uh, even though your two look like they're going to back up, I think Foz sort of hurts. So I'm going to go with CS. Yeah, same. And on top of that, as much as I love Jaden Campbell, if he's in the front line, they'll be running plenty of traffic at him. 100%. He's uh, only a lean body. That's 100%. not. He gets in front, don't get me wrong, but it's going to be hard if he sees 30 sort of contacts there. And the odds of that one with bluebet.com.au, the Titans are $2.95 outside of Souths, $1.40. 8.5 is the line on that one. Sharks at the Priz against the Broncos. Again, Hines will back up after only playing 12 minutes. Sifatalakai is back in, but Connor Tracy gone out of the side with that uh, on the bench. Selwyn Cobbo obviously battled injury. was taken off late, so he's in doubt. Corey Oates is in the reserves, so that could be a good timing uh, in terms of return there if he's ready to go. Dane Mariner will also return if neither is available. Uh, Reese Walsh's 80-minute game might be a bit of a struggle with a backup in the travel, so they've got Tristan Saylor there if need be. And Haas and Carrigan are expected to play um, and Flegler was fine for his tackle, so he didn't get suspended. He's available to back up. So Haas played 50 for him. That's jump change. He'll back up, I reckon. Yeah. Carrigan played almost 70. That one's a bit more touch and go. I think they've banked some wins if they don't want to push it there. Flegler will be ready to go. Flegler only played 20 minutes, so I guess your bigger question's there. Cobbo's in any doubt. You just don't play him. You play Mariner. Um, yeah. But I'd, I'd probably expect Walsh to. Walsh played an 80, but like not that he overly exerted himself or got bashed up. So again... Guess just depends on the travel, the fatigue, and the whole setup. And also, what yeah, what Kevin wants to do. Maybe with the short turnaround and the flight, they just want him to go home to Brisbane and get him on the front foot for the week after. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what their draw is next week. If they got a buy next week, maybe they want to play. Yeah, well, that's, I don't that's, know. That's, that's yeah, the other thing without looking at the draw for the week after, because it goes back to a normal round. I think next week there's only one buy, so I don't know who that is. Hmm. Um, but yeah, this week with three buys, I think it's Manly. Newcastle and the Knights. So, yeah, let me quickly have a look. 
Oh, these bloody ads that pop up. Seriously, you're killing me. The ads, mate. Seriously. Pop-ups about the easiest way to clean my sink when I'm on the NRL site. You grubs. So next week, Cowboys get the bite. So if you're the Cowboys and you're playing on Sunday with a few you've got, it's a bit different. You can probably push through knowing you've got the rest. Yeah. Whereas for Brisbane, you're travelling from Adelaide Saturday and you've got another Saturday next week back up in Brisbane. So probably a little bit more to take into consideration there. But I'm on the Sharks at the Priz. A couple of guys there that have played big minutes. They've only got Nico. This is the one time that we said it's going to be a benefit for them. So similar deal. It's one that they yeah, would want to try and take advantage of. With bluebet.com.au, the Sharkies a dollar fifty-seven favorite. The Broncos two forty minus four and a half is the line in that one. Roosters, Bulldogs, Tedesco, and Collins both been named to back up and will likely do so. Collins may go back to the bench and Lodge may start. Though Rhea Hargraves, Joey Manu are both set to return. Daniel Tupo has to pass a fitness test. Um, so he could be a late inclusion for the Bulldogs, Tevita Pungai and Adokar are in an extended squad and are going to be monitored to be used. But again, I'd probably expect that both of them with their minutes. Um, Fox obviously did play a full game, but it's a Sunday, so they get one of the longer turnarounds. Interesting here, um, they talked about Walker and the possibility of him playing, but the knee injury was apparently an ACL. So whether it's like a strain or a tear or whatever it is, depending on that extent, could be a couple of weeks if it's just a strain. But if it's tear or something else, it's, it's a much more difficult situation. Yeah. Sand and Smith is in their reserves. They've got Junior Plaga playing on the wing, so he's made his way through New South Wales Cup there. I guess he might lose that spot unless they drop Corey Allen if Daniel Tupo is ready to go. And the other one who's been playing really good football in Cup is Nafahu White. So whether they consider getting him into the mix on the bench, I don't know. Um, on the doggy side of things, Blake Wilson for the time being, is looking like he's going to get another game in the wing. Oluwapu's in the halves again with Burton, Ockenbore starting in the back row. Um, and the bench of Moran, Hughes, Edwards, they're still a bit light on. Interesting name to see there, though, that hasn't been there, is Khaled Rajid in the 19. There you go. In the so he's making probably. his way into the extended squad. Um, Playing some good footy in cup. Seriously, I have no idea he tipped this. I keep waiting for the Roosters to turn it around, and I'd like to think again off the back of negative results and then a bad night the other night. A couple uh, of ins as well. I'll go Roosters. I'll go the Roosters, but I've got fucking next to no confidence. Mm. So, yeah, that's uh, that's a hard one. But the Doggies, they certainly haven't gone away in their game. They've been a bit flat their last few. We'll see how they're like off the back of this one and the odds on that the Roosters are a dollar twenty-eight favourite the Doggies 370 outsiders 10.5 is the line there so if you like the points we don't mind the Dogs you might get a bit of value Cowboys Storm Sunday Tamalolo listed in the reserves could be a late inclusion again um, his return would see Jake Cranville go back to the bench Holmes likely as well to back up Ruben Cotter big minutes Maybe he starts on the bench. And Tuolagi had a head knock and was taken off late. He was a cat too by the looks of it. So he'll have a chance. Tom Dearden wasn't required, so he'll get to play. And for Bellamy, the same team that won against the Dolphins. Munster, Harry Grant, probably likely to back up. They get the five-day turnaround with the travel. Didn't think either of them really got bashed up. Like Munster played a full game, but Harry didn't have to play such a big role, I guess, in the way the game was played. Not like he was out and darting left, right, and center. So I mm. think they'll load up and try and win on this road trip. Semi Valame comes in on the wing. 
uh, for the Cowboys, which is interesting. Laybutt holds his spot in the centers for now, and Nanai, as I said, back on the bench for them. Um, it's getting to that point for them, I guess, with the log jam where they're going to have to jag something very soon. They might stay within reach, but I'm going with Melbourne. Storm. And the odds on that one, Melbourne $1.45, 275 of the Cowboys with bluebelt.com.au. Minus six and a half is the line there. Panthers, Dragons, Bluebet on a Sunday. All six stars are a good chance of backing up. And I dare say, again, longest turnaround off the back of what happened. There'll be a lot of guys there that have caught flack the last few days that are very pissed off and very keen to put a score on, I'd imagine. So I don't think this is going to be good for the Dragons. I don't think so. Uh, then on the Dragons side of things, Ben Hunt's been named to back up. He played 52 minutes. He had a limp in the middle of that game there. Um, he sort of got over it and kept moving around. Sua is back. Like I said, he's been in and out with a knee injury, and that's going to offset the loss of Jack Bird, who filled in for him last week. He's also got an ongoing knee injury, so a bit of in and out there. Murdoch Masilla could start in the background swap positions with Billy Burns. We'll have to wait and see. And Tao Tao Moga is among the reserves um, after what he did in Anzac Day with that hat-trick. But yeah, with both the Molos, Burns, Sua off a knee injury, like the bench of Jaden Hunt, Kerr, Murdoch Masilla, and... Some very pissed off Panthers players that all the flack I'm sure they've copped, Punches. which is pretty normal. I think Blue Bet on a Sunday um, could be quite a score. And no offense to the Dragons fans, I know we talk about the elephant in the room, but it hasn't been a good week again. Lost a big sponsor in St. George Bank who's been there forever. Big Bickies, which always really, really hurts clubs. And Jason Rolls, despite $3.2 million four-year offer, they had a bit of a talk about the football department and where things are going and staffing and all this, that, and the other. He's ended up getting cold feet and he's pulled the pin. Mm. So, yeah, the, the punches keep coming for the Dragons, unfortunately. Interesting to see who the candidate is from here. Do they readjust their radar on getting a rookie coach after missing out on a Rolls if they thought he was the best option out of Hornby or Young? Or do they now consider somebody along the lines of Shane Flanagan or look at a Des Hazel or someone. I, I don't know. I still think Flanagan's the best coach available, but that's just my opinion. But both on the Panthers here and the odds with them at Bluebet Stadium on Sunday, the Penny Panthers for bluebet.com.au, $1.18, the Dragons, $4.80, minus 15.5, the line there. So tips-wise, we're all the same, except I've just got some feeling about the Tigers. I don't know why. Mm. Just think Bateman, the way they've been playing against Canberra, maybe things get a bit testy. And they try to get into their skin at Campbelltown there and it turns into a bit of a shit fight. But maybe, mate. Interesting. Very interesting indeed. But there you go. That's all done. Thanks to bluebet.com.au. If you're going to bet with anyone, make sure you do it with a true blue bookie. Charity bets. Oof. I don't know. I think I might have a look at. Someone from the pennies with the way they're going. I actually don't mind the storm. We get to keep our whole one to seventeen basically, and I think Munster and Harry will play. Might be able to find something out of that. Um, but there's a couple of games there where I can see a little bit of value. I think Sharks might have some value against the Broncos, having a full lineup there and having Nico only off twelve minutes. But there'll be something there to hopefully add to the kitty. And remember, with that, like I said, what are you really gambling with for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.com. Org.au. And thank you to Sinclair, Hyundai, Penrith, Toby in the Ten there, corner of York Road and Bat Street. Let them get you moving with some great options there at Hyundai. 
the two sons, the Santa Fe's cars of that nature, a Veloster, if you like, a three-door sexy beast with a turbo in it. SinclairHyundai.com.au 47600603. Thank you, Toby and the team there. Boxhead, where are you on the weekend? Uh, North Sydney Oval. Sunday, I think we're on telly this week. So Obviously spicy all around, so you're not sure where you're at yet? Uh, yeah, it'll just depend on whether I test negative. Yep. By Saturday, otherwise I'll be assistant coaching from the lounge. Oh, yes. Put him on Zoom, COVID style. Put him on the speaker. Put him on at half time to let the players know. G'day, boys. What was the one he used earlier? The Dragons at the moment couldn't hit a bun with a handful of rice at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, they they couldn't hit a bun with a handful of rice. Honestly, nothing's going right. Let's address the elephant in the room. They're a basket case. They've lost their sponsor. Big sponsor, St. George Bank. The coach got cold feet. They couldn't hit a van with a handful of rice. <laughs> and then Buzz came in and said, at the moment, they're an absolute debacle. That's right. That's the word. He goes, sponsor's pulling out. The coach is gone. They've got no football staff. No one turned up to Ben Hunt's farewell. Problem He's for- right. Like it. A lot of us are just... And probably, I think the scary thing again here is as, as, as this all goes backwards, I just think it adds more and more to the Ben Hunt situation. I don't think that Ben Hunt's that kind of bloke, but at some point you just look and go, fuck, do I really want to be here for my last few years? <laughs> I know I signed a good deal and, you know, even at the start they didn't want to pay him, but you'd honestly walk in there and go, fuck, can you believe you guys didn't want to pay me? Yeah. Don't even even play here. You would be lucky to win a fucking mm. game. Oh, mate, you're not going to get an argument. If you bend, you might walk in and go, look, there's a two or three clubs I'm interested in. Can you call them and see what deal they want to broker with you? Can you just get it done, guys? Like, you know, I know. From the, the premiership. Gus was very heavy on Ben Hunt. Their salary cap is infinite at this point in time. Maybe he'll find <laughs> another bag of cash. <laughs> a couple of. He's like, Crichton can have 900, Kikiao 900, you can have a million as yeah, well. That's the thing. Bullshit about money and who knows how much they're on. Fucking no one knows. Don't worry about the money. That's no what the league's No one knows club. how much they're on. It's all right. Just give him his People own... People pretend like they know. Give him no his own poker knows. machine. Don't worry about it. The clubs are loaded. With the premiership. We will find you a pokey band. Do you like where's the gold or five dragons? Which one? You take your pick. Hmm. Uh, oh, camera yeah. could have a look. If you're the Dolphins, I know like, things are working out at the moment, but... Sorry, Sean O'Sullivan or anyone else that's there. If he says I want to come home and you're the Dolphins, you're like, yes, Ben, right this way, good sir. Mm. So there could be some options for old Benny. Mm. Some, some very interesting options if he wants to uh, for their promotion. make a move and have a chance to win a promotion. Who knows if old Sonic the Hedgehog Pappenhausen's knee is shot to bits and he can't go back. We might stick him in our salary somewhere down there. Good. Shelve that money and go, hey, Munster, do you want to play fullback? We'll sign Ben Hunt as our halfback. Jerome, you can play six. We'll make it fit somehow. Yeah. Who knows? Let's find another set of books again to fit Ben in. You want to win a comp? Let's do it. Succession finish on Monday. I was about to say, mate, what do you got for us this week? You finished Succession. You finished uh, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso last night. Depressing. Depressing? Why depressing? Bloody good show. You're just disappointed it ended. Yeah. They're talking, actually. I've watched a few things. He's, Jason Stakers has been doing a bit on telly over in the US. He's funny, man. And they're talking about, um, yeah, maybe it's not the end of it. Spin-off. No, just with how... I think they never thought it would be this popular. So he's sort of saying, look, you know, if 
if the fans really want it, then it'll continue. Or look at ways to continue it if there's an avenue to continue it. So I'd strongly recommend it to anyone who hasn't watched it. It's part coaching, part sport, part life. It's hilarious. But yeah, it's just got a got a, a lot of good messages in it as well. I've and just, it's funny. I've just got a bit of breaking news. A bit of breaking breaking news? The Queensland women have won the first game of the two-part yeah, series. It's been on in front of you, mate. You yeah, I know, it. mate, but can I finish? <laughs> <laughs> on here, compared to the screen that you're fast-forwarding, it says they won 18-10 they over did. the Blues. The I'm Sky just saying if they're actually going to have a... Like an actual show after after the a penalty show, yeah. Eighteen ten, four tries to two. Goal kicking was a bit of an issue. Only one from four and one from two for New South Wales. So they head. Where do they head to? You said they're going to Redcliffe for the game too. Uh, I don't know. It's either Gold Coast or Redcliffe. I think. Didn't really see much while we were recording. It was on, but uh, pretty stacked sides from both. If we're being honest, but I don't like the two game series. I think they said it'll be decided that if both win one, they're going to come down to four and against or something like that. Like, fuck yeah, that. will. That's what they're saying. Just play three like, games. What's the point? They lead by eight. So New South Wales have to win by nine. Or they have to win by eight and they they retain it. Then do so, they have a scissor paper rock off to see who takes home the shield? They have a fight to the death. They go, all right, pick your three best and we'll pick our three best. We will duel pistols in the middle of the field. Who's left standing wins the shield? Seriously. I don't understand. I, I, I don't get it, mate. I just... I, I, I what don't about know. old Ben Robert Smith got found guilty today? I thought I read somewhere he got found guilty of majority. I don't know. I didn't read the whole thing. It's crazy, eh? I think looking at all that stuff the whole time, like, I don't want to get into it because that will fucking probably trigger some people out there. But man, No, no, no. I don't want to trigger anyone. I was just like... No, nah, not that. But what, what, what they have to deal with or what people have gone through over there with some yeah. of the stuff they look into, I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of that stuff. That was more thing. I was like, how does anyone know? Yeah, that's... that's I, that craziness, yeah. Anyway. Because there was that other dude during COVID, I think it was, he was talking about a lot of the stuff. I triggered a few people on Twitter today. I don't want to trigger anyone <laughs> by this. How'd you trigger them, mate? What'd you do? Oh, because I said our best middles were on the field from the 72nd minute till the 80th. And they're like, yeah, when we conceded two fucking tries. Like, listen, during that eight minutes, we didn't have the ball. What? And one of the tries was conceded did, on did, our did right edge. The try the it like, was fucking monster drifting I was like, across. this is why I don't post shit on Twitter. This is why I don't interact. And I'm sorry to the 99% of people who yeah, but this is are like, fucking normal and get it. But this is like our beautiful listeners, though. Like, I know a lot of people have been talking in there about Edwards, this, that, and the other. Like, yeah, I agree with you on form. He's been fucking outstanding this year. But this is... I would beautiful listeners. I wouldn't pick him. Yeah, There's just, a fucking few ordinary heads in our listeners. Don't worry about yeah, that. I mean, the people, mate. Like, I'm not beautiful, but I think I'm beautiful on the inside. Me either, mate. You know, I think I'm a good person at heart. Yeah, I don't. You don't have to agree on everything, but yeah. Just, You're a grub. Just because just I've got an opinion doesn't mean you get to fucking attack me over it. That's right. <laughs> I, I'm happy. I, 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 own, I own my shit opinions and yeah. I own... As and I, I try to downplay my, my opinions that end up being right. But like, I'll put it this I way. I tipped Queensland last night. Even, even I needed if, to go and have a shower with steel wool after I did that. Even if we got scrubbed in game two, I'd like to think game three, you'd go, okay, we'd make some changes. But in my head again... I don't even want to go to game three. No, but I'm still like, you know what? We've got members tickets. We'll Teddy. get cracker seats. And so, it'll be a dead rubber. I don't have to sit there and go, oh, New South Wales won. Geez, we, we, we're the real champions. We threw that game down the road in Adelaide. And yeah. it's that's what always happens. We'll just go drink beer and go, boom. No, <laughs> I don't want to. You'll let us down. No, you can take your ticket. You can take someone else. I'm not going. 
I probably won't even watch it if it's a dead rubber. I hate dead rubbers. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Well, I'm sorry, mate. I don't think it's going to be a dead rubber. Yeah, I, well, I do too. Thanks for that scoop. Fuck Queensland going to You're Queensland. welcome. Breaking news here, bro. <laughs> I think news. we're going to be down 2 nils. Queensland will win in Queensland. I think it's Suncorp. It's going to be too much of a task. It will be found wanting, hiding under the doona yeah. again. <laughs> I might be hiding under the doona 20 minutes in. Going, what is happening here? Oh, well, I tell you what. If we, if we win that contest and get to go out there, I'm pretty confident with what I submitted. I'll finish power, actually. Which one? Uh, Tariq Tariq's one What's that one called Yeah fuck it Made me angry Ghost It was stupid I was like This is still going I thought it's it was ridiculous. going to conclude And everyone was going to get capped Same. I was sitting I was there like, With anticipation pop in, pop in That's it I said, Where's the bloodshed And then nothing happened Nothing happened Like another You're series right. Is coming like, right. They just sake. set up The next series The best episode Was episode 9 Yeah but it just drags I know I'm like Yeah can you get any more Everyone's under Fucking investigation Everyone dies left Fitty's right like Yeah y'all We'll make another series y'all Fitty's just like Print that cash <laughs> Yep. He said, you know I got what it takes to make the club go out of the room. <laughs> He's just cutting stacks. Yeah, good on him. Fitty. Yeah, I was like, this is why I stopped watching Power for a little yep. bit. Many men fish there for palm me. Mm. I've got four series. They're mm. all running. Nothing is concluding. No, they're not. No, they're all renewed. I'm just like, fuck, you've got no content at the moment. Yep. Where's all this stuff? Just this one's running, this one's running. Yes. Hiding so, under the doona. 50, I know we all need cash money, all right, but can you just finish something? Because when Ghost finally ended, the original one, I was like... I'll tell you what I actually watched. I watched Guy Ritchie's new war film, The Covenant, which is about an Afghani interpreter joins the US Army and, um, yeah, they he essentially helps them and they get caught in a, a firefight and get on the run and they're... Interpreter saves him, and then Jake Gyllenhaal's the main character or main actor. Mm. And um, yeah, it sort of gets to a point where he tries to get him out of Afghanistan. And yeah, and no, it was cool. It's a good movie. Guy Ritchie, underrated director. Holding under the doona. What did I There's see? One for you. The covenants looked interesting, and not everyone's a fan of him in particular. His behaviour. In previous years, but yeah. the the new Conor McGregor series on Netflix, yeah, apparently it's pretty McGregor good. Forever. It was done by old mate Gotham Chopra, who's done a lot of good docos. So it looked pretty, pretty. How decent. many episodes is it? Uh, I didn't look. I think it might have been five or something know. like that. But I, like, yeah, I think he's gone a bit off the rails the last few years, and there's been some strange behaviour. But people like that, it's always hard to know behind the scenes what they're going through and you're under that much scrutiny or constantly in the limelight. Even that original series I watched of him, I was like, man, what did he come from to what he got to? It was incredible. But He's hiding under the doona. Yeah. Ah, is that my man? It's the Terminator. The Governator is Arnold. Arnold, he's back. Fubar, what's Fubar? What is Fubar? I don't know. I just want to see how many episodes this is. Where is McGregor it? McGregor Apparently the Night Agent is good. I've watched it. I told you. Night Agent was good. It just started to frustrate me. Okay. Because, yeah. And they reckon there's going to be another series now. How many episodes, Patrick? It's the standard, like... Four. The show goes all right, and then they sort of change the way they want to finish it, and then they're like, yeah, now you got to watch another series. I'm like, fuck you. 
Just give him a Oh, count. so they're going to do another series? Yeah, I thought it was yeah, going to be nah. like, just like bang, nah. wallop, gone. But after good response, nah. they're just sort of nah. right the ending. Nah, not doing it. That's what they do, mate. They leak out five or six. That one's supposed to be good, actually. What? Beef. I watched the trailer for that. That looks out of control. That's the guy out of um, The Walking Dead, Glenn. Who? That guy? Yeah, he's Glenn. Well, the other one, Ali Wong's. He's the one. You know what you were talking about? Um, old mate who fucking... Negan, who... I was talking about Matt Nabel. Matt Nabel. He, Negan kills his character in The Walking Dead. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Matt Nabel come out on that with pod with Matty Johns and was like... In, he baseball bats his fucking head in. He said he was second or third in the one to be Negan. And I asked second, you, because yeah. I was like, I've never seen it. And then you told me. And then he said he was same deal, like final three to be Rip. And I was like, I can't imagine anyone being Rip, but fucking the guy that plays That's right. Rip. I'm with you. Same look, as Negan. Same. I look now and I'm like, Matt he calls Nagan. him Nagan on the on the podcast. I'm like, yeah, Nagan. some Nagan fella. Nagan. I'm like, mate, they wanted me to play Nagan. Your accent does not work, and you don't have not have a fucking country American accent in you. Yeah, no. The role he played in uh, King of the Cross was pretty good. That suits him to a T. So four episodes. There you go. Just standard hard ass. Anyone that hasn't, have you watched Ozark? No. Oh, what is wrong? And there's with your you? mate again when I was here that time. Who? Dharma. We're gonna party hardy. Anyone that hasn't watched that's enough as well. You gotta watch Dharma. Dharma. Bit loose. There is the good doctor. The good doctor. Sean Murphy. He's Sean out there. Murphy. What else we got? There's your stupid Fuba. It's the governor. What's that? What is it? Eight episodes. He's gonna be some sort of spy, surely. Yeah, hundred percent. He can't be in anything without blowing shit Wait, up. He can't move. Shooting people. Black and gold, what's this? I still remember. When the Expendables came out, and me and Khalifa, he's like, let's go. We went on a Monday. There was literally no one in there but me and him eating popcorn, and they killed about 30 people in the credits. I was like, this is so standard action heroes from the 80s, 90s. I just like, yeah, let's just blow shit up and get loose. Completely out of control. But there you go. Uh, so North Sydney on the weekend, depending if you cleared. Um, and in terms of football games to go to, I tell you what, I'd really like to go to Penrith and have a beer. Sunday night six. That's I've rough. got tickets. I just got. I got ended up getting tickets for every game that I could at Penrith. Well, I tried to look them. this week to get tickets early for the Storm Panthers game. They're not even on sale. They're, they're like one of the only ones they're not selling. Yeah, for. there's four games that they're not at, isn't it? Yeah, I was like, you pricks, hold back mm. on me. Don't you go down on me. I want tickets. I want. I want seats, mate. I'm gonna have a look right now. Mate. I don't want to be on Bear Hill where I can't see a fucking thing. Friday night, 8 o'clock game. Storm pennies on the run home. Well, that's what the Roosters game was. You're right. There's, um, yeah, you can only buy for yeah, they pull, Dragons and Knights. They pull it. I was like, you fuckers, what are you going to do? Wait until the week. Yeah, we'll sell them to all your corporates and all that first that's and then do. put all the shit out. Yes, they will. Because I got the email the other day going, you want like a $300 ticket to come to some function to watch the Origin game? I'm like, no, I'll watch it at home. And no, the full promotion. Especially, we couldn't go to Squinners, obviously, because of the old... Uh, Spicy cough, but I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go to some function and watch it. If I was going to spend that sort of money, I'd go to the game. Yeah. And just go hard out, but yeah. Got a sort of storm game to go to, but that's sort of fucked at the back end too. The Women's World Cup's on and they get kicked out of the stadium. It's no good. They're playing Penrith at Marvel, but that's during the origin period. Full so I don't know if that's full strength or origin affected. Yeah, origin affected can bugger off. I think next week we have a good game. I think next week we play the Sharks um, on the long weekend with no origin effect. 
So that could be all right. If they get through healthy and we don't lose anyone. Yeah, it's in Melbourne at 4 o'clock next week. Shark, yeah. Storm, Sunday, Melbourne, full strength. That'd be a good game. Yeah. Be an interesting watch. But Yeah, who knows? Then you've got the Monday game next week as well because of the public holiday. Yeah, is that dragon? That's going to impact, nah, dogs, eels. That's going to impact um, the start of origin camps as well because that's the start of the second origin camp. Dump one of the teams on the Monday, yeah. What day is that? Origin's 22nd or 21st, isn't it? Yeah, this is the 12th of June. So it's 10 days out. Wow. Forgot this year that it's the back, to, back to normal. So you're going to have like Junior Paulo playing. Who got picked for the Bulldogs? Ado Carr. And Pungai if he's picked again. Pungai and um, Burton. So yeah, you're going to have some, some impact there. Fingers crossed, no injuries, that's for, for sure. Promotion. That makes it a bit awkward. It does. Anything else, Wade? No. Nah. You are done. You're done, mate. You know, Storm play out at Campbelltown. When? Saturday the 17th of June. Oh, I'll be commentating. What time is it? We're at Combank's, uh 7.35. Yeah, no, nah, no, I, I won't be finished commentating until 6.37. Mate, I'm just giving you the info. I know, but Saturdays, I've got no hope. Yeah, we're Saturday at Combank that week. Yeah, five o'clock. Five o'clock every Saturday up until September, except two Saturdays we have off. There you go. So no Saturday games for me. Unlucky was none. But Rightio, let's wrap it up. Congratulations to the Maroons and your fans. I think this series is unfortunately already over before it got <laughs> <Jesus>. started. <laughs> I put fucking negative out of here. We've been up there. I've seen the place. It's I've seen the place. It's an absolute fucking riot. It's not good. Not for New South Wales anyway. It's good if you're a spectator and the crowd is half sauce. It's not is, good. It a, is it a little bit of the case of maybe the least we expect, the more we get? I don't know. I, I sort of went in last night thinking, you know what, I'm actually feeling all right. I man. expected nothing last night. As soon as the changes happened, I was like, all right, I'm fucking all right. I got a sore diaper, which is what I expected. And then when we scored off the tap back and kicked the goal, and then they had a man put in the bin, I'm like, we're going to fucking get away with no, this. No, I said to you, I'm and like, then, this is where we... And we muffed You can it. just see what's going to happen here. You blew it. We had him sand a little. You can just see what's going to happen here. See you in class tomorrow, Mr. Vaughan. Hang up the phone. You blew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Lord. All right. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Everybody out there, appreciate the messages. Uh, sorry, again, obviously, that things fell over. I think the midweek sort of thing as well may not be the GA. We might have to try for a old, good old Super Saturday, I reckon. Gives to people, get more people. Gives people saying? a bit. Yeah, well, it's not midweek. It's not finishing at 10.30, 11 at night, and then you've got nowhere to go if you're not a local. A Saturday at least gives you a bit more flexibility. You can come out a bit earlier as well. You can venture home if you want to, or you can stay at one of the fine oh, local establishments in the Riff. There's a few hotels that have popped up the last few years, so who knows? Might yeah, want right. to treat yourself like an amusement park on a Saturday night and wander over to Penn Vegas afterwards and boogie on down downstairs, or you might even roll out of Squinters at some point and head to the peach tree and have a go on the Bricky's laptop and see what you can pull out. Who knows? You yeah. never know your luck in the big city, Penn Vegas. But we will tell you something up again. Thank you to Squinters for being understanding. And everyone, if you are on the riff or over around, go there, rip yourself a lager, have a beefy's burger and enjoy. Mm. Boxhead, have a good week, mate. Hopefully both on the mend and uh, things get back to normal for everybody out there. Enjoy your week and enjoy your rugby league.
Bring it on, give us more, give us more. Where you going? Where, what, 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 what's going on here? Is that it? Is that it? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.